Wednesday. But anyway, yes, welcome to the latest edition of Happy Hour. Um, we're here. We're here to party. Uh, hashtag what day is it? If you could punch anyone in the face right now, <laughs> other than the person that you already did, <laughs> who would it be? My inner thighs are very sweet. <laughs> I feel like half of this dream. But my that's okay. And I don't think we'll ever go five hours again. Oh, but you can't Listen. do with Laura and Parker? Okay. <laughs> I mean, we oh, can. Geez. He loves Albuquerque, New Mexico, guys. I don't know why. Well, what is your <laughs> I know. I know where I want to go. Yeah, I like I mean, her. Yeah, Ventifoli, yeah. I mean, no pre-mock. Upside down. Great song. victory <laughs> sip, babe. <laughs> Great victory <laughs> sip, babe. We're dancing back here. Welcome <laughs> to happy hour. Cheers. 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 Try to break into a stranger's apartment. I'm sorry, what? What is going on, party people? It is Friday. It is officially the start of the weekend. And it is this month's edition of Happy Hour. Uh, Today, I am feeling blessed and highly favored. Uh, My name is Jill. And I just beat the ninth sister on my first try in Jedi Fallen Order. I'm right, my name is did. Molly. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Hour. Um, tonight is, I mean, I feel like we should just get this rolling because tonight, I think this has been, these two guests, I think, have always been in our minds since we came up with this show. Almost a year ago now? Has it been like almost a year? Jake oh, can yeah. tell us. I don't know. It's been, Jake says yes. Okay. Uh, but these two amazing women have been definitely at the top of the invite list and we were able to get them on here together at the same time so let's just let's bring them in let's get the party started uh ladies and gentlemen we have the wonderful and amazing rachel cushing and clark wolf ladies welcome to happy hour hello hello Hello. welcome welcome uh I already want to say I will would love to have you back. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> Get that out of the way. <laughs> Invitations open. You are more than welcome to join us, whatever the heck you want. Um, but yes, I hope you all have brought your... I will say, I, I, Rachel called me out as soon as she came on. She's like, Jill, I got this Harry Potter glass just for you. And I'm like, man. So I had to oh. literally just... I didn't have to go anywhere. I just had to lean over and get another Harry Potter glass. So we are, we're twinning right now. We have our Harry Potter glasses. Nice. Um, Everyone show your glasses if you got a fancy glass. I'd like I to just, see them. Oh, yes. We love a tumbler. Yes. Boring, <laughs> boring pottery barn glass. But I also have my skeleton hand glass that's just here I from stole. yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gifted one of those uh, for my best friend for Halloween. And I was bringing it inside my house. And I dropped the bag. <gasps> and I oh, broke no. it. So it held candy. Oh, <laughs> the little fingers and like candies went in there. Oh my but I was God. so, I know I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her that I accidentally broke it. I'm usually very good about not breaking my things, but unfortunately it no. didn't even make it inside the house. That hurts my heart so bad. <laughs> it went to good use. It sounds like. Yes. Yeah. I, I recycled it. I, we upcycled it. Yes. Good. This good. I, I can't break. I cannot break. There this. we go. That is my, uh, well, can't confirm or deny that I will end up breaking this glass by the end of the challenge. Night. Challenge accepted for me to break a tumbler at some point, though. <laughs> do it, do it, I dare you. I do have, so I do still have. When you showed me that wine glass, I literally still have it, like on one of my Google tabs, just waiting to buy it. I just haven't mm-hmm. like jumped the gun on it yet. I need to. It's a, it's a good one. I need to add it to my collection of glassware. It's kind of, it's kind of small though, so I had to bring out the big boy. 
for tonight. That's Cheers. a pretty glass. <laughs> it's a very pretty glass. But yeah, how's, how are you guys doing? What have you two been up to? Tell us tell, what is going on in the life of Clark Wolf and Rachel Cushing. Whoever would like to start. The floor is open. What, what's going on? What's happening? Rachel, you start. It's work and it's wedding. I feel ya. That's kind not of not the, the only thing I've had bandwidth for these days. <laughs> I can only imagine. I can mm. only imagine. I have like, I'm going to four weddings, would have been five, but one is in Hungary and your girls' wallets are empty right now. So I can't go to Hungary <laughs> right now. Wow. Um, I have four weddings and there's so many. So I, that, that alone is giving me anxiety. I can only imagine planning one. So yeah. Ugh. They say there's going to be more marriages this year than there has been on recent record just because of everybody that postponed yeah. and then everybody that got engaged during it or two weeks yep. prior, like I did. Um, so yeah, 2023 is going to be a lot of people's, you know, uh, <laughs> walk down the aisle apparently. Yep. <laughs> From November, 2021 to October, 2022. So 12 months, mm -hmm. I have five weddings. Four, you're yep. in four, Ooh. which I, I which won. I am honored and yes. love as as Rachel knows. I I love I love weddings. I love weddings. Um, She's gonna have yeah. that closet from Twenty Seven Dresses, aren't you? Like <laughs> all the bridesmaids' dresses. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But you know, uh, and so when I when it finally happens for me, and by the way, I am very single, so who knows? But I will invite all of you to model your dress. Yeah. And it, in a fashion Ooh. show for me. I've decided that is going to be like the one thing at my bachelorette party that I, that's oh, I hypothetical think. bachelorette party is all <laughs> the people that I have been in their weddings will have to model their dress. Oh my me. gosh. That's such a good idea. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I need this to happen now. This needs to happen. Okay. We need to start planning. We need to call Chris Evans and get him to propose. Yes, Chris Evans. I know, I, I know Chris Evans is a longtime watcher of our show. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> hello. I, She's right waiting. here, Chris. She is waiting. <laughs> DM us. We got you. Yeah. DM us. <laughs> Clark, what have you been up to? What's going on? Um, I'm good. I am. Uh, I have been spending the last uh, year and a half in Atlanta, my hometown. Um, and yes. I, I've just been auditioning and working my buns off, um, and uh, and hosting content for Fear HQ on Twitch, um, which I have been loving, and um, and that's been great. So just working, just working, and bouncing, bouncing back and forth between the coast. Good help. Oh, I love that. And I, I've I know that life. <laughs> I've seen you on a couple Talking Deads. If yes, I... yes, love Anything? being a part of the fam of the of the um, Walking Dead family, and uh, that's been great. It's been so fun. So I, the show is the show is coming to a close. Sadly, Mothership, as we call it, the main show, but so many spinoffs and mm -hmm. and fun things so, ahead. So many. We talked about that on our POV uh, Q and A yesterday because I was one of those hardcore like. Walking Dead was my show. Like I would yeah. go to like the Walking Dead conventions. I went to like Atlanta and toured all the like Walking Dead was my jam. Like I think I still have my crossbow for my Daryl Dixon cosplay in my closet right now. I was one of those people. Love it. Then spoiler alert. Um, I should have seen it coming because it was in the comics, but then they just decided to, you know, bat a hammer over Glenn. Glenn. Um, 
Yeah. And I haven't watched it since. I know. That's a breaking point for a lot of people, and that's totally fair. And I think mm -hmm. that the creators know this. However, I will say that the arc with the Whisperers, um, for those who have read the comics or for those who have seen the show, the Whisperers arc is some of the best genre storytelling I've seen ever. And that mm -hmm. is not just because I'm part of the fam. No, I've, like, heard, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Like I've heard really, like I've heard people say, if you stopped watching, you need to come back yes. and watch it again. I mean, truly, uh, Samantha Morton, we're all movie trivia nerds here. So Samantha Morton as Alpha and Ryan Hurst, who mm. I know most people know from Sons of Anarchy, mm -hmm. but I knew him from Bates Motel, where he yes. essentially plays like, a drug dealer version of the dude. <laughs> and so when he was being so scary and horrible as Zeta, I was like, what? From what? And so he uh they they are they are incredible and just um the the you know such great genre storytelling. So um so yeah if I mean listen again hashtag not sponsored but like if you have been thinking about hopping back I on, have truly like have. the whisperers arc is so great and Jeffrey Dean Morgan I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan because like when they when they first cast him as Negan I was like Denny Denny, my sweet Denny. And now he's like sweet little Denny. And now he's bashing people over the head with a baseball yes. bat. Like, I mean, the <laughs> talk about arcs and like acting. I mean, the arc that they have given Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan on the show. Like I'm team Negan all the way now. Mm -hmm. And who would have thought? So uh, if you're thinking about hopping back on, hop back on. Okay. You should. You really you may should. Have, you may have convinced me. I mean, good. Tell I, I got, a, I got yes. a lot of shows on my list. But yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's great stuff. Truly. I, great stuff. I, I need to get back into it. I'll, I'll bust out the crossbow. I have my, I know for a fact <laughs> I have my Daryl Dixon wing vest in there oh, somewhere. It's in there. I need one of those. Yes. It's, it's, it's nice. It's very nice. Uh, Rachel, what, what shows are you watching? I need to, I need to add more to my already long list of things I need to watch. Um, we've been doing one for him, one for me. <laughs> Perfect. We, we, we started it off with he watched all of game of thrones for me and then i watched all of breaking bad for him okay. so mm. now two great ones yep mm. so now we're watching better call saul because the final season starts soon um and downton abbey for me <gasps> downton abbey uh, i need to get into that inexplicable reasons sam watched the pilot of the gilded aid with me and i didn't <sighs> think for a, a flat second that I, that I thought that was going to be a me show on like my own time or whatever. And it's like, no, I'll check it out. And you watch the whole thing with me. And I was like, well, then the, the Downton has to happen. If you sat through all of that and didn't hate me for it, then, then this is, this. Is. So those are the two that we're, um, we're going back and we're binging um, new stuff. I can't keep up with it all. I, right. I have to admit, I like, I, I watched, like I did the love is blind and mm. I, um, can we talk about Love is Blind, please? <laughs> can we talk about I need to watch that. I, Molly, I'm so not this show. I don't watch it either. I'm, I'm out of the loop. I know. It's, I'm out of the it's, loop. A, it's a train wreck. Watch, watch, wait, it, just watching a train wreck happen. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Incredibly well produced. And I, I have friends who worked on it. And um, awesome. I like the first sets of episodes once they all actually start like getting together at the resort and all this stuff that just feels typical reality tv yeah to me. 
but yeah. the dating, the blind dating and those pods and those rooms and everything, that to me is actually very, very watchable it's and so kind of crazy. <laughs> All right, Clark and Molly need to add that to your list. I know. I'm I need just people to talk about it with. I'm not a reality person. I'm really not like, there's so much to keep up with. Like I don't watch mm -hmm. succession. There's so many like high profile shows that I just have lost the thread or I don't watch. And I feel so left out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so, but then again, love is what like so many people I know watch, watch that. Mm -hmm. And like, um, Love Below, is that the one with the ship or the cruise ship? Oh, Below Decks. Below, Below Decks. Deck. Yes. Deck. That, Below I mean, like, there are just so many love shows that I, <laughs> that I appreciate. Brian's, I, I Brian's, in the back, Brian's in the background now going, with when you said Below Deck, he went, yes! <laughs> I heard of it. I they have huge fans. Like, that, that it's like, a, it's a, it, it's like yeah. Bravo's second biggest franchise after Real Housewives. Like, they just keep doing all kinds of... There's an Australia one coming out, I think. Oh, man. Love it. Y'all watching mm -hmm. Gemstones, Righteous Gemstones? No. Oh. Gemstones? What? Mm -hmm. Tell us. Danny, <laughs> Danny McBride's new show on HBO? No. Oh, I didn't know you had a no. new show. I love oh, Danny McBride. Well, so. If you are a fan of the team who brought you Eastbound and Down, uh, Jody Hill, uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Um, it's also the team that brought you Vice Principals, uh, which I love. Season one of Vice Principals, I love so much. Um, and then Righteous Gemstones, basically uh, John Goodman plays the patriarch of the Gemstone family. They are television evangelists. Oh. Uh, it is a family of Danny McBride, Edie Patterson and um, Adam Devine. And uh, their dad is played by John Goodman. Walton Goggins plays the uncle, Uncle Baby Billy. And um, just truly, like, season one has some of my favorite jokes of the last 10 years. Just so good. So mm -hmm. if you haven't, and then season two is just truly wild. Skylar Galanzo, or Gazondo, who I love, um, he is like up and coming. I just, I, I'm obsessed with him. So um, if you haven't watched Righteous Gemstones, Watch Righteous Gemstones, it's so wild and fun. Also, I just feel like it's 10 episodes or whatever, nine mm -hmm. episodes. They're 30-ish minutes long. It's dark comedy. Um, and this wow. cast is all fire firing on all cylinders. Eric Andre and uh, Eric Roberts make cameos mm -hmm. in season two. It's just, it's so good. Season two is done now. Uh, mm -hmm. Melissa agrees. Melissa, what do you agree? So anyway, uh, love Righteous Gemstones. That's the one that I've been watching. I feel like, so since we're talking about dark comedies, is anyone watching Severance? No, no but everybody's talking about it. So like that I've is on top of my list now. It, yeah. Yeah. Alex got me into it. It's a, it's a show on Apple TV, Apple Plus TV, whatever Apple's TV thing is called. It is so good. I, I still struggle to find the comedy in it at times, but it is very intriguing and it's it's a very intense show and I, it's it's crazy. You just gotta you just gotta check it out. It's like Office Space meets something like much much darker, like Black Mirror, but Office Space. Oh, okay. And oh that's um, Adam Scott, right? Mm -hmm. Is the lead? Yeah. Yeah, I lo I love Adam Scott. Everyone's over here talking about their amazing shows. And I'm like, did you watch the latest uh, MasterChef Junior, anybody? <laughs> um, 
Watch, you know, I've been watching a bunch of like uh documentary type stuff too. I watched The Tender oh, yeah. Swindler, I watched oh, I, I don't even, don't even the, get me started on the Tinder the ones Swindler. that just kind of blow your mind and you just don't know what to do afterwards because you're angry and confused. I've never yeah. been so upset after a documentary than watching The Tinder Swindler. I was yeah, like, because you think he's gonna get his comeuppance and then he's yes, no. Yeah, and like these girls are still like in thousands of dollars in debt, and he's yep. just like doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh. and Bad Vegan is similar oh. but different. But it kind of left me with the same feeling. I was just like, is this what these shows are now? That it's hated. just going to be this kind of show. No. Yeah, it's all underhanded. And then they're doing the fictionalized versions of it. Like we watched Inventing yeah. Anna, and we're watching The Dropout. And like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch it, but that Carol. Joe oh, the, the one. Tiger like, King one? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about a year and a half too late. Nobody cares. Yeah. About no. <laughs> but but yeah. they're they're doing all the fictionalized versions of these crazy ass people who yeah. just hoodwinked others and stuff. So they don't realize that Tiger King was like it, at, at the very start of the pandemic when everybody was pandemic. just we were really, stuck at home. We were really desperate for just anything <laughs> that was worse than what we were going through at the moment. And that's why Tiger King happened to work in that Literally. moment. Mm -hmm. If we weren't stuck at home doing nothing, I don't know anyone who would have been like, did you see Tiger King? And it's like, no. Mm -hmm. It's wild because, you know, I'm a big last podcast on the left fan and Love. they Love. have been, they had been on side stories, had been covering Joe Exotic for well over a year before COVID. Mm -hmm. Because all of his legal shenanigans started, you know, but obviously they were making this documentary and then it yeah. just so happened, right? It came out at, at, during COVID. Um, and so it was so funny to me when everybody was all of a sudden talking about Joe Exotic and I was like, wait, how does everybody know about this all of a sudden? <laughs> and I was like enthralled by his legal battle, but I was like, this story is wild. And then I didn't even finish Tiger King. I was like, no, this this podcast is enough and yeah. just casual mention is enough for me i watched the first like two episodes and i was like i'm all set thank you so much but i love john cameron mitchell and like yeah. the cast that they've mm -hmm. got for these roles and these these adaptations are so good like it's yeah. great casting and i and it's great talent involved it's just mm -hmm. as you say it's it's a little late a little bit, mm -hmm. a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, once we once we were able to kick the door down and actually go outside, it's like okay, I don't care about Joe Exotic anymore. Like, don't, <laughs> we're not nope, we're solid, nope. We're good. Uh -uh. No, thank you. That Are was you that. Guys, I go ahead. I was gonna say you guys caught up on like the Oscar movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, I usually no. I'm a lot better at that by the time the Oscars roll around, but this year with like Book of Boba Fett and everything, we just have really been slacking on seeing a bunch of movies. So we, there's still a lot out there that we need to watch. I've been trying to watch Coda for weeks and I just need to force myself to make time for it because I know it's really good. I texted I, I, Rachel and Sam about <laughs> Coda. I was like, oh. what do you think? <laughs> it's very, it's very either this is gonna win or it's very, why is this nominated? I feel like there's no like middle ground when it comes to CODA. I think there is. And I, I composed like 10 tweets and then just deleted them all because I'm like, I'm not going to wade into <laughs> this. Gonna, no. But like everybody's ignoring that there is a lot of middle ground because like mm -hmm. I very much enjoyed CODA, but the 
criticisms are legitimate criticisms. And mm -hmm. they're the same that Sam and I had and Clark, we talked about it too. Like it's, if you take the element out that this is a deaf family and a, and a, a speaking girl who's in a deaf family, you're looking at a lifetime movie script. Right. Like yeah. it is the most basic coming of age girl or boy wants to venture out on their own and not stay with the family business. There's a love interest. There's a teacher mentor. Like you don't get more basic than that. But yeah. because it's telling it from the perspective of, of a family that we've never seen depicted mm -hmm. on film mm -hmm. before, that's what elevates it. And the debt to uh, Troy Kotsor, his performance elevates it. And that last act and the last, the scene is I'm, I'm, I cried. I loved it. Like, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, mm -hmm. but I don't think it broke ground in terms of storytelling or script mm -hmm. or character or anything like that. Whereas something like Power of the Dog did, in my opinion, mm -hmm. that is something you've never seen before. That's in a very yeah. interesting way. So like, I, neither's perfect, neither's terrible. But if you yeah. go on Twitter and you wade into this argument, that's all it is. So it's just yeah, like, that's all I you see. And I haven't. <laughs> I'm haven't good. Seen no, you don't. Uh, no, you never want to walk this. But my my joke, the joke that everyone gives me on this show is that I do a podcast for a movie trivia show, and I don't watch movies. Um, so <laughs> I haven't seen like any. My stepdad used to be in SAG, and we used to get them sent to us, like all like the the. Uh, best picture nominees yeah. so we would get those and i would watch it when we would get those and then he decided just not anymore and i'm like no i want those like i need those movies please sign back up again so I can get so so jill this was my first year as a sag member oh. and i specifically was like i gotta get the screeners yes. finally i'm yes. getting the screeners it's the best. And my mom has watched all of them and i've watched like four yeah that's how it, <laughs> that's how it was with me and my stepdad he was like the screeners yeah because i'm like i have to watch mind hunter again no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like i have to watch this horribly morbid thing that i've already seen before i need to watch it again yeah. yes. and again. so yeah shame i do me. that I do that too. I watch things that I've already seen over and over so much because they're, you know, they're it's like comfort food. Just I did watch. I watched Lost Daughter. Mm -hmm. I watched Isaac Tammy Faye. I watched Coda. I watched uh, Macbeth. I watched. Um, there's there's one more big. Uh, oh, West Side Story. Um, I still haven't seen West Side. Story. Oh, yeah. we did watch that one, and I loved it. I was like. What's I was like, this is a remake, right? Like, yeah. how much better can it be? But then we watched it and I was like, oh my God. I, I just like fangirled out the entire time. Hey, Paige. Uh, real quick before we continue, we did have a couple of super chats. Uh, Jake, do you, whoever wants to pop in and read, or do you want me to read them? I'll read them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> From Joshua Bernard, I would love to see the Shire Wolves come back in a regular or an exhibition match. They are the best. They are the best. We do love the Shire Wolves. It's very uh, sweet. Sweet. Thank you. So sweet. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah, not so gonna happen though. Sorry. It's not like Christian <laughs> doesn't try. No, and, I'm, yeah. sure. I'm sure. Oh, I talked sure. to him last week, and no, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. No. Well, I'm clearly. Sure. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna spoil what just happened in the pay per view, but like I've been Everybody back in the studio because you know Sam's playing for the belt, and yeah. um, and I've I've been calling matches and whatnot. And because Sam came back, let's just say the uh, full court press has been stronger than ever about me of coming course. back. And I was literally like, not another word until after the wedding. And then I yes. was- Yes, oh my gosh, yes. Make, no, like, 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 but not nothing, like just- No. Okay, you, you got my fiance back. You should be happy. <laughs> yeah, 
priorities priorities let's get the it's like first. it's like your brain put has to put christian on mute until the wedding is, is yes. done and over with <laughs> and you can unmute christian <laughs> yes once once we're once we're out the aisle and we have done the toasts then maybe but yeah. and then, then go on vacation and recover from the whole damn and recover oh, exactly yeah. we love a recovery <laughs> period we need it yes yep. but oh my god that includes all the honeymoon period vacation yeah the vacation from the honeymoon that whole thing you know <laughs> yes. you, you got to take a vacation from your vacation i don't know about all of you oh, guys yeah. but i always have to yeah. take a vacation from my vacation like because mm -hmm. vacations are stressful they're a lot it's a lot yeah I had it's two hard this month. it's it was a hard lot to to try to plan a, a whole lot of stuff to do on a vacation. And then if you do that too much, then you come back home and you're like, oh, I didn't relax. Like I should have. So, nope. yeah. But I've never been one of those people like who go to like a Caribbean island and stay there for a week and just like lay on the beach the whole time. No, uh -uh. I'm 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 the I got to go on the excursions. I got to the snorkeling. Yeah. I got to go hiking, yeah. find the waterfalls. I could do all the stuff. And like and I'll admit at times we've like had gone too far with that. Like my girlfriends and I, my college girlfriends and I went to Hawaii for our 30th birthdays and Aww. we like planned every inch of every day. And at the end we were sort of like, I mean, we went, we spent afternoons at the beach. That was part of the plan, but might've maybe wanted to sleep in a couple of those mornings. Once or twice, yeah. to really get around mm -hmm. doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, a vacation from your vacation. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I felt. And Molly, I apologize if you feel differently, but I was watching those videos of the new star Wars galaxy whatever hotel that they have the star cruiser the halcyon the yeah. halcyon and just watching those videos made me tired i'm like this doesn't seem like a vacation this seems exhausting yeah, yeah it's, it, from whatever thing that i've heard from people say about it it's like yeah there is a lot to do a lot. and there's potentially things that you would miss out on if you didn't do them and then not get a chance to do them at any point during your stay, which is really $6, frustrating. dollars and you don't want it. You can't be like, I can do this again. No, you can't. <laughs> you have yeah. six grand to spare. For the money that you're paying, I honestly, for me, it's not super worth it. No. Because like $6,000, $5,000, $6,000, that's a plane ticket to that's a European New Zealand. trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me and Alex have been trying to go to New Zealand for years now, and we're definitely going to do try to do that before we stay in a Star Wars hotel. Priorities. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. Especially, too, because we would end up working the whole time. Like, trying yeah, you to guys just, need like, to stop mm, doing that. Film everything and, like, figure out everything and vlog the whole thing. And, yeah. Wasn't Alex, didn't Alex bring his computer to the dog park when you guys were there, like, two weeks ago? Yeah. Stop it. But Stop we it. did, we went on a, like a day that we were going to be working to try to see if we could work there. Cause there's this really oh. cool dog park uh, in Edgewood in Atlanta and they have decent Wi-Fi, And so we took our dog Hilo there with the intent of kind of like doing some work while we were there. But of course, you know, you're at the dog park and you're just like, oh, buddies. wait a second. <laughs> Molly, are you in Atlanta? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> your neighbors oh my gossip girl well we need we need to yeah we really are we really are i'm back yeah. at my parents house currently um that's my main bed is in the background oh. but uh but actually i'm very close to edgewood like very close so yeah. maybe, what kind of dog do you have 
Uh, he is a German Shepherd Hound mix. Okay. Very cute. I'm sure he's adorable. I was gonna say Rufus. Rufus gets scrappy with like bigger, bigger dogs. Sometimes he needs to be a big, tough man. Because I was like, I could bring Rufus to the dog park too, but Rufus, Rufus cannot play with a big boy. He he'll try to be a big, tough man. Yeah. <laughs> you Napoleon, the Napoleon complex. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Love it. It's called Fetch. Uh, they've got a couple of different locations in Atlanta. Uh, but it's it's such a cool little spot, and they have a bar. So like, okay, well we need to go there. We need to the go bar, there. The bar is called the Bark. The Bark. The Bark. All right. All right. Yeah. We're gonna we'll we'll chat the after after the fact. We've got to okay. meet up. That that's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Make it happen. I'll fly out and join you guys. Rachel yeah. and I will. I'll buy Rachel's ticket. We'll fly out. We'll go to Atlanta. I've never been to Atlanta. You've never been to Atlanta? No. Oh, I love Atlanta. It's like my There's favorite There's lots city. to do here. It's a fun Atlanta. place. It's a great I miss city. It. I miss Atlanta. Um, would, you, would you guys like to partake in a drinking game? Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Totally. What are we all drinking, by the way? I know. Oh, yeah. I have a rosé. I'm drinking rosé as well. Of course, Clark. Are you drinking, yeah, Clark A, Wolfe, <laughs> rosé all day? Hey. <laughs> I have this. Uh, it's Australian. It's an Australian rosé. I was drinking Chloe. This one is uh, Martin's Pickup Rosé from Australia. Shout out nice. to all my fellow Australians out there. Nice. Mm. I got like kind yeah. of a nice bottle. I don't know. It's I, I've seen kind of a nice bottle to find kind of a nice <laughs> bottle. I mean, it, it looks very fancy. That is a very Ooh. fancy bottle. Ooh, pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's a Pinot Noir, which I've been on kind of a Pinot Noir kick lately, uh, and I heard a couple of people on TikTok talk about this one. It's it's very good though. I need to I need to start getting used to drinking reds because I'm I'm weird and people are like, why can't you drink reds? And I'm like, um, Catholic guilt. Um, <laughs> whenever I drink a red wine, I feel like I'm having communion, and I'm like, um, I can't I can't do it. I'm sorry, but I'm trying. I'm learning. I'm learning how to drink red wines. I'm getting there. Put you know, some I'm, ice cubes in it. I, there we go. That's, make it a sangria. <laughs> That's what I do. I put ice cubes in my wine. I do it. And I'm not afraid who knows it. Oh, I, I, I don't do it. Make your wine chilled. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. I like most wine. wines. I don't know. There's there's not a lot of wine that I don't like to drink, so. Cheers. I wish I was <laughs> like that. Uh, Jake, before I start, do you have a stream lab? You said. I do. Hello. Hi, Jake. Uh, uh, all right. Eric came in with a $5 donation. Thank you. Thank Eric. you. It says, uh, hey, Molly, Jill, Rachel, and Clark. Great to see you all. What is a movie you went in knowing very little about or with low expectations that surprised you in a good way? For me, it was Long Shot in 2019. Great. Malignant. Malignant. I freaking love Malignant. I did too. I got I Molly hope, into Malignant. <laughs> I hope it, and you see where it led. Uh, yeah, you got retweeted by James Wan and Patton Oswalt and all that <laughs> fancy stuff. Yeah. My my crazy Halloween costume. Uh, yeah, I really oh, hope that it... Gabriel. It was great. <laughs> yeah. So good. so good. I hope that it wins that Oscar fan vote I, thing, because I, I voted for it. I would... I would... I would die. <laughs> What an Oscar! Because <laughs> as horror fans, we fight all the time. We're like, 
-hmm. Take us seriously. Yes. Tony Collette should be nominated for Hereditary. The Essie Davis in The Babadook is so great. So like, we fight all of it. And then the Academy goes, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And if Malignant <laughs> I will lose my mind. mind. I will lose my mind. Die. I, I love that movie. Really? I've gotten so I've gotten so many people, and I'll be like, "You need to watch this, and you need to text me what you think." And I have like Molly, I have Chandra Dandapani, I have so many people who've been like Jill, freaking malignant. <laughs> like, it's so good. I can't. I can't. It's so good. It's, so it's good. wild. It's uh, Rachel, do you have a, a well? Movie um, that so apparently my fiance is downstairs watching. So he just texted oh. me what I should say because oh, I see him. <laughs> we, had, we had a recent um, movie night where he had me watch something that um, kind of flew under the radar when it came out. But it's uh, the Matt Damon movie, The Informant. Mm -hmm. okay. Soderbergh. And it's one of his favorite Soderbergh movies. And it's his favorite Matt Damon performance. And I'm, you know, I'm from Boston, Good Will Hunting. Mm -hmm. like, I've loved Matt Damon since I was 17 years old. Um, and so we watched that, and um, I think it's one of my favorite Soderbergh movies as well. Like, it is a total commitment to a tone mm -hmm. that I don't think a lot of people got at the time. And so it just kind of came and went, and it wasn't a thing. But um, but that's a very specific performance and a very specific character that basically you can't stand. But there's a relatability to it in in a very strange way but it's it's a very niche film but it was i was i just never paid attention because it didn't do well and didn't hear yeah. good things about it or whatnot but he made me watch and i'm glad he did yay yay sam thanks sam <laughs> My, mine is also one that's a very niche film but i so my favorite film festival in the entire world that i've ever been to is fantastic fest which is a genre film festival out of austin happens every september alamo draft house puts it on Ooh, it's horror sci-fi fantasy exploitation you know dark comedy action like all, any sort of awesome. niche genre thing um mm -hmm. fantastic fest has and so as a result um i just look at a very basic program and it's like I don't know, I've heard this is good. Okay, I'll go see it. I know nothing about most things that I see or, oh, this actor is in it. I don't know, okay. So I've been so spoiled by the idea of going into things knowing absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And the, the biggest, the best example that I can think of is a movie called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I've um, heard of this. Yes. I've heard of that. So mm -hmm. I went in knowing absolutely nothing. Emil Hirsch, Brian Cox, um, uh, and, um, oh my God, uh, Overdahl, uh, who went on to, who directed Troll Hunter and went on to direct, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. He directed Autopsy of Jane Doe from a, a blacklist or bloodlist script. Um, and just the less you know, the best. Um, all, all I knew was that Brian Cox and Emil Hirsch play father son and they run a morgue. And that's all I knew. And then a and then a Jane Doe comes in. That's all I knew. Oh and um, truly one of my favorite movies of that year. Um, it's so good. It's really fun. It takes all kinds of twists and turns. Would highly recommend not watching trailers. Um, uh, 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 Neil Marshall's The Descent is very similar. That was another one where it's just mm -hmm. like, I've heard this is great. Don't watch the trailer. 
Um, so those, but, but autopsy of Jane Doe via fantastic fest, fantastic fest has really taught me to not watch trailers. If I can help it to know as little as possible, if I can help it. I wish that I could sounds, do that. That sounds <laughs> right up my alley. I'm going to write that down. I know. It's, I was like, I'm, I'm writing <laughs> all of these down right now. And for anybody watching, even if you're not like a quote unquote horror fan, you can watch Autopsy of Jane Doe and not, you know, and 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 still enjoy it. Like it is a genre film. It is a it is a uh, it's a genre film. However, uh, I don't think it's so much that somebody who's like, I don't know about all these horror movies. I, I think I think it's a movie that pretty much anybody can enjoy. Ooh, I'm gonna. Okay. I've, I've got. I don't. I, I don't think I have anything going on this weekend. I say as we usually make plans to go to LA every weekend. But <laughs> no, I don't. So I'm gonna watch both of these movies, and I will get back to you on my thoughts. Please do. I will, Please I will do. send you my thoughts. Uh, but let's 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 do a couple of these. This is the, welcome to happy hour. We play card games and we chill and we drink. Uh, and I, so this first card, I swear it is not targeted. It is literally the first card that came out of the stack. Mm. And it says, drink for every time you've been a bridesmaid or a groomsman. Oh, no. <laughs> that is, I, that is literally the first card I pulled. I, uh, you are allowed to take small sips. <laughs> do you know your number, Rachel? I don't know my One, number. Two, three, four. Does flower girl count? No. <laughs> okay. I was I was that a lot. I would there was only so many cousins. I okay Irish Catholic yes, parents yes. and like just you know not yep. not practicing yep. but like just big families. Yep. Um, I think five time bridesmaid for me. Five. I don't have that many friends. I think I've got seven. <laughs> and then you add on the the four more. You've got this upcoming. Year. I think that's that's all in. That's okay. all. In. Seven all right. is all in. It, it, you know, unless you, I get fired from up, you don't wedding. have to drink seven. You don't have to drink seven times. You can, you can. I'm just doing. I'm, I'm in my first wedding. Well, I was a, I was a flower girl, but I'm a first. I'm a bridesmaid. My probably my one and only time. Maybe. I think. I think I'm hovering around five or six. I can't. Oh yeah, it's it's been so long. I can't remember, but I'm about to be a groomsman for the first time, oh, which really? I am oh, very I excited it. about. <laughs> Are you gonna hey. use that song I sent you? Yes, the Dove, if, the Dove Cameron if, boyfriend song. If if they'll let me, but uh, so the the couple they they're very nice and they're like, oh yeah, the the bride was like, you can wear, you know, that one of the bridesmaids dresses, and I was like, no no, um, I no. am getting I am Give getting an excuse to wear a suit. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a tailored suit finally for the first time, and I am so excited. Tailored suits are nice. great. I just, I, Molly, I just had this conversation with a couple. Oh, there's that Sam. Hi, um, Sam. <laughs> I just had a I conversation mean, with a couple who, uh, I, I'm like, I've been best friends with the groom since we were in high school. And um, it was like, I was like, listen, I will do whatever y'all want, if, in, as much or as little as y'all want. And ultimately, we decided to have me and her and her on her side. So I'm going to be a bridesmaid, but I, um, but yes, I, I was like approaching the groomsman <laughs> or the groomswoman or whatever. I had I told him like before they got engaged, I was like, I want in on the suits. I want the bachelor party. I want <gasps> Are you going to the bachelor party? <gasps> That's amazing. Oh my yeah. God. I'm so jealous. I am so <laughs> jealous right now. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. I need I I need that in my Which, life. Which I mean, it's it, we're just like getting a house on the beach 
which I was like, yes, I do want to go to that. That's amazing. They're not going to have strippers. They're not going to do anything crazy. We're just going to the beach. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to a bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's I'm going to be it. a secret spy. Oh, oh, don't be one of them. No, no, no. I just I'll, I'll be the, the secret spy of them playing board games. That's mostly what they're going to be doing. Board, board games and being on the beach. Airbnb. So it's going to be a typical uh, Damon party where I'm going to see all the little tiny lines in your Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought so. I thought a lot so. Of, a lot of drinking games, probably. I mean, that's what we're that's what we're doing now. Speaking it's, just, it's, just, it's a good time. It's mm-hmm. a good time. Uh, this one, so this one for this one, everyone will have to give a different answer because no one can cheat. Um, so drink if you can't name a single city in Alaska. It's the biggest state in the U.S. You should probably know one. I can know a couple. I know a couple. I think I know a couple. Okay. I name name one. Anchorage. Juno. Okay. I was gonna say Anchorage. Uh <laughs> well, go Molly, go. go Salmon Molly. City. What? Salmon City? <laughs> is that that's no. definitely one. That's no. gotta be. I someone is salmon someone spoke up Salmon City, Alaska, please. <laughs> uh Ketchikan was gonna be my answer. Mm. Salmon City. Okay. Now I need to go to Salmon City, Alaska. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I will I will drink for that one. No, I, I I have a friend that did she worked on a cruise tour that went to Alaska and the best said it, it was amazing. And the I was like, best. I really want to go there. I did an Alaskan cruise. I did a Disney Alaskan cruise because I'm one of those people. Wow. Disney cruises, Disney cruises are great. Like, that sounds amazing. I there's Disney cruises are wonderful. I will say that now. Um, but we did, uh, we toured all of Alaska and I, if, if my significant other didn't have again, a large Irish Catholic family, I would get married in Alaska in a heartbeat. Like there's this cute little tea house where like they make all of their food from their little garden that they grow in the back. And they have this big, huge, cute little flower garden. I was like, okay, this is where I would want to get married. And then of course, when we were in Juneau, we went to a national park. And as we're walking to get to the waterfall, we see a bride and a groom in their suit and their dress. She's wearing these big old rain boots with just the two of them and a photographer taking oh, like God. these gorgeous wedding photos. And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to get married. Oh, the, the potential for the photos out there oh, would be insane. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. There's a oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you, you can take a half a sip. <laughs> I already, I already took a sizable gulp. So proud of you, proud of you, Jake. Did we have a super chat? I saw one. Thank you, Uh, Jill. Moscato and Riesling are both great wines. They are two of my favorite types. Same, Joshua. I also love. I love a good sweet wine. Those are the only wines that my mother-in-law will drink. So I seek out uh, ones that I think I might like as well because I don't. I don't like a super sweet wine. I just had a friend of mine gifted me. Ooh, two, it's Sam Neill's uh, mm. company. Two oh. patches, two paddocks, two paddocks. Okay. That's his brand. Um, he has a winery. His wines are really good. And a friend of mine gifted me the Riesling, um, maybe for my birthday last year or Christmas maybe. And um, I just had it and it was great. It wasn't too sweet because I like I like a rosé, but I like a dry rosé. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but that Riesling, the two paddocks, Sam Neill's New Zealand Riesling was so good and not super sweet. So 
again, hashtag not sponsored, but like if you need to get a Riesling. Clark, we have so many, one. we have so many hashtag not sponsors. Um, everyone, in the, everyone in the chat will tell you um, the Taco tradition Bell. of happy hour night is we always get Taco Bell at the end of oh, happy hour. Amazing. That like, so like our, so our, our viewers will literally tweet us their Taco Bell order as they are watching happy hour. So Love. I'm just like, I like the Taco Bell headquarters are only like 30 minutes from where I live. I kind of want to like knock on the door and be like, hey, listen, I have a proposition for you. Yes. Um, if you could hook us up with a couple of like beefy five layer burritos and some nachos, like nacho bell grande. Did you go to like, the hotel? Did you do the hotel? Oh, no, I wanted to. I didn't see either. I didn't I wanted it so bad. My, um, they have a my, hotel? They did. It was a pop up. My aunts brother's wife was like one of the heads of marketing for that and she no. yeah and she was like like telling me like all this like stuff that she got from it i was like can you like can i like have that because like you work there so like i don't know if you'll appreciate it as much as like me so like can that's I, can, fabulous can i have brian a fire's hot sauce towel please can i just have that like brian you know? in the chat pointed out that our our idea for our eventual future faction is going to be the taco bell the taco bells oh yes, yes the yes. taco bells mm -hmm. that's good that's good. we're that's we're gonna we're gonna show up with just baja blasts mm -hmm. and it's gonna be a good time but yes okay. we are we are the queens of the not sponsored show so amazing so, Yes. So now I'm very excited for my Taco Bell order because now yeah. I am hungry. So thanks. I need to I need to get my order in and ready to go. Because it's late over here, but not too late for Taco Bell. It's never too late for fourth meal, never sweetheart. Too late. Fourth meal. Fourth <laughs> meal. We love Taco Bell. It's uh, now I'm now I'm very hungry. Okay, let me hold on. Let me go through these. Unless someone wants to come up with them at the top of their head. I have cards. Oh, this one. So this one is hit or miss. Um, it's a weird one though. Uh, drink if you enjoy the smell of gasoline. Mm. Even more so now that it's expensive. You know, they love I, that expensive I, gasoline smell. I only, I I only enjoy the smell. Fine, fine gasoline. I, I think I kind of do. Because, like, I grew up and my, my dad was always, like, working on cars and stuff. So I feel like all that kind of smell stuff reminds me of my childhood a little bit. But oh, I do kind of also like the smell of it. I also really enjoy the smell of a Home Depot. Oh. Like, like just oh, yeah. all, the yeah. all the lumber. It just, uh, it smells really good. That's fair. That's fair. My my Home Depot, or is it a Lowe's? It's one of those like home stores. They always have food truck fairs outside of it. And <laughs> I always want to go. Because, you know, we're the food, we're also the food channel. We all we talk about is food. We don't talk about movies at all. We just talk about food 90% <laughs> of the time. Um, we just find a way to always connect always, things to food. And always. then it just goes downhill from there. But, hey, we won an award, and that's what matters. <laughs> that's that's all, all that matters. That's really all that matters. Um, hold on. Okay, let's see. For a long time, my friends and I did a lot of hiking, especially like in Southern California. It was mm -hmm. like the exercise of choice because it didn't cost anything. Gym members oh, yeah. are expensive when you're a production assistant. Yep. But um, we got really into it. And so I've been all around the world and climbed mountains and done different things. Ooh. But one of the things that we got into a habit of was on the trail, on the way back down, usually with like about two miles to go or whatnot, 
we inevitably started talking about whatever we were going to eat when we finally hit the bottom. Like it, it was yeah. like clockwork. It's like our bodies knew we're like about an hour away from getting back to the car. We're never going to drive all the way home before we need to stop somewhere. Oh as gosh. gross and hiking and dirty as we are, doesn't matter. We're stopping for it's going to be steak this time. It's going to be burgers that time. Half the time, it's like now we just want ice cream. That's fine. So oh. yeah, the, the the food talk on the way down on a, a big like ten plus mile hike was just Ooh. always always mm. on top. Okay, you're gonna have to give me some good hiking trails because I love I don't I don't love hiking, but I would like to start like actively doing it. So you need to send me some good hiking trails around here because I would done. love yeah. to. Yes, please. Send We've them been trying way. to. We've been trying to get more into hiking. What what's been like your top three hiking adventures? So the one that everybody's always like, I guess the proudest would be I've climbed Kilimanjaro in Africa. <gasps> that's so cool. How many miles is that? That's a lot. That's a big About mountain. Fifty between fifty <gasps> and sixty, all told. Um, oh, did you, did you camp? Did you camp? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, okay, you I was like, please don't tell me this is like <laughs> you, you you're trekking from sea level to nineteen thousand three hundred feet in a day oh because God. you die doing it. Because I was gonna say, yeah, that's okay. Aside from just the physicality of how hard that would be, but you have to acclimatize, mm -hmm. so you got to go up four thousand five thousand feet, camp, get used to be less oxygen, do it again, get used to because there's <gasps> such little oxygen up there yeah. um, when you oh, get to the top. Man. So. That was the hardest and like kind of biggest one. Um, but my favorite trip was I've been trekking in Nepal. So I have not climbed Everest, but I have seen it in person <laughs> and hiked around like the, um, you know, right around like 16, 17,000 feet and all the villages and everything. And that was, I'm not a religious person. Um, I did, you know, grow up Protestant and, and yeah, you know, could go to church for a while and different things. And I feel and like I, you and I have a very similar, um, yeah, like yeah, my, my dad was raised Irish Catholic, and then by the yep. time he was eighteen and joined the military, he was like, yeah, no, I'm out. Yep. I'm, no, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, man. I'm good. Yep, nope. Uh, <laughs> I did my time. I'm good. <laughs> but the closest I've ever been to sort of feeling a sort of spirituality is when I'm out in nature because that seems yeah. bigger. There does seem to be something a grand design, if you will, or something 100%. about being out there and being in Nepal in particular. Um, I'm not a Buddhist, but I did study it for a while. And I think mm -hmm. that there's a lot of concepts about it that I really like. And you it's really good. felt it for yeah. out there. Um, it's a so, beautiful yeah. religion. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to go to, oh my gosh, I'm so not traveled. Like I've been to like <laughs> Alaska. Um, <laughs> I've been to Alaska. Um, but I am getting, so my mom was born in England and she just got her citizenship back. So mm. we're working on getting, so because of like the, the, I don't know what, I don't know, but we're working on getting my dual citizenship right now. And once I get that passport in hand, mm -hmm. I will uh, be going past all the long checkpoints because I get to go through the, I'm a UK citizen checkpoint. Right. <laughs> so I get to go through the quick ones. We're going to, I'm going to be a world traveler and I, need to make sure I have a lot of pills for the flights because I don't like flying, but we're going to make it happen. <laughs> it's so never, it's never too late because I didn't do any of that until I was 30 because I just turned up, 30. we didn't have any money to travel. I had only been in a plane once my entire, like until I was 18. And I studied oh. abroad in Australia when I was in college. So that was my oh. first big thing. Um, and I saved up for years to be able to, like, I got to, to college as freshman and I'm like junior year I'm studying abroad and I saved for it so that oh I would be gosh. able to 
um, which is amazing. But I came out to LA and I was a production assistant and then I was assistant editor and I wasn't making enough money. And I mean, the rents are absurd now, but they still were high then. And so I was never able to afford that, but I finally worked hard enough, got to be an editor and was making enough money and didn't have a mortgage, didn't have kids, didn't have anything. And I'm like, well, screw this. I've never been able to do any of this. That's when I started traveling. So the last 10, 12 years has been all these bigger trips that I've finally been able to do. So never too late. Well, again, again, you you yes. guys just continue to inspire me. Now I'm gonna go and travel now that I'm because I'm 30. You know, it's that time in my life where I'm like, okay, I need to, I should figure my stuff out now. But you know, our generation is like, I no, no rules, no rules. Also, today is Gloria Steinem's 88th birthday, mm-hmm. and she started Miss Magazine 50 years ago, almost to the day on her 38th birthday. Cheers. So, cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Uh, Thomas, I don't need to be reminded that the UK is no longer a part of the EU. We don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> we don't. We don't talk about that in this household. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but did you have a did you have a number one spot, or were there were, were those the top two? Um, those are the top two. But I have, um, you know, Yosemite Half Dome is a hike. I would tell everybody mm. that they should do Grand Canyon. I mean, even if you don't hike, like we, my girlfriends and I did like a whitewater rafting down the um, Colorado River and it dumped us off. We've spent three nights. And so we camped every night. We got back in the boat. We kept going and they dropped us off at the bottom of the South Rim. And so we had to hike out, which is a 10 mile, 5,000 foot hike. It's rather difficult. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds difficult. (laughs) But it was, but it's a Grand Canyon and you're seeing it from the bottom up. And that was, I'd been to the Grand Canyon before, I'd been to the rim and, and whatnot, and no picture does it justice. It's one of those places you have to go to understand. Like the That is true. Earth. I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. It's just, and, and I think that's true in a lot of natural places. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm sure you know, Alaska has got to be yeah. the same way. Like, it oh just my gosh. isn't the same in no. a picture or, or a video as it is mm-hmm. in person. Um, so, you know, Grand Canyon's right up there, but... You know, and, and there's tons of small hikes and stuff. I mean, even just around here, the Santa Monica Mountains have some lovely hikes yeah. up there, the Panga Canyon and Eagle oh, yeah. Rock and Tripit Ranch and like all, all this stuff around here. That's why I got into it, mm-hmm. you know, because Southern California, it's February and it's yeah. 570 degrees and sunny. It's not, I'm not buried in two feet of snow. Like I right? did my entire first 22 years of life. <laughs> I need to, I need to start taking advantage of the fact that we don't have snow and I need to start like actually, cause I, I know it's like the most like touristy thing to say, but I've always wanted to do that hike up to the Hollywood sign. Cause I've oh, never, it's so I've never easy. And while you do it, you have to go to the bat cave first. Because the, the, the old at the belt old Adam West um the cave oh. that they shot where the, the Batmobile came out of like bat you can hike you hike right over there you and had me at Adam West hands. yes and then you can get right on the trail and you can go right up to the Hollywood oh. sign I used to do it on the like every week when we were like first moved out to LA my best friend and I ah oh, okay and then I'll go get myself a nice big Felipe's dipped sandwich. Oh, it's the best feeling in the world. You can eat whatever the hell you want after you hike <laughs> because you just work you your hands off. So treat you yourself. You want it. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself afterwards. Yeah, it's okay. Now I need to. I need to start. When it's not, it is like ninety degrees. At least where I, at least in Orange County right now, it's been very hot. So I don't really want to. It's ridiculous. Go. It's, I, mean, I, I know it. that the first day of spring happened, but still, like, like we've had the AC on the last two days. And like, I know. Right. And, and it's only March. It's only yeah. March. I hate it. Although I'd, I'd rather this than 
either humidity or snow. So oh, I was gonna say it's getting there. Mm-mm. It's getting there in Atlanta. It kind of like it gets hot and then it gets cold again and it gets hot and then eventually, you know, when summer comes, it's just hot and humid. Yeah. And that's it. like going outside is like going into a sauna full of sweaty people yeah. and you're just like, don't miss that. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. I don't miss that that change like three times a day. Yeah. Like, you just like have sweat. Pit stains. A lot of showers, <laughs> a lot of showers in the <laughs> summertime. If I like, I, I will say Atlanta's is not, I feel like the worst humidity I've ever experienced was Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're below Dude, sea level. It's the, it, you literally go yeah. outside for 0.2 seconds and you want to take a shower because you're just so sticky. Like it's just like, mm-hmm. You just got to embrace the stickiness. I don't want to embrace the stickiness. As long as everybody else is too. I would hate to, like, I think the worst thing would be like, if you feel like you are, but everybody, yeah. how do you look so like calm, cool and collected and you're not like pouring sweat? I'm a sweater. It really sucks that exactly. I am. But like, it's not people who, who post like, oh, I'm where I worked out today. And like, you know, the, the, and all they're completely like, dry. I'm not posting pictures of me working out because nobody no. needs to see that. Nobody. No. Same. <laughs> Same. Nope. Mm-mm. I am drenched. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I'll also be just like beet red. Oh, I'm just, like, like, yeah, I'm turn so into cool. a tomato. Like, it's this or like giant red. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Yeah, no, no cute gym selfies for me. No, nope. me neither. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what a gym is, so I'm just, I don't gym. I walk. I take walks around my little complex, mm-hmm. but that's what, I, that's what I do. I need to, I need to gym. I should, Jim. You can but. do most of it at home. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how big people. I shouldn't say that. Like, if I oh no, know. I have a I have a decently sized place. Yeah, but. we have an elliptical, and like we have like the the membership to the classes on you know Beach Body. I was I did yes. that for a long time that I really liked. I know that Clara uh, and Emma Fife are big bar people, and you know you can do that in their studios, but they also have the at home classes, and so if you just have enough space, you can do, do a lot of it at home. And honestly. I, I enjoy doing that because again, I don't need to work out in front of other people. I, that's my thing. I don't want to, I don't want, cause like, I feel like I would be very intimidated, like seeing like people who go there all the time. And I'm just like, how, how does this machine work? And it's like, you step on it and you push a button. I'm like, I don't know. I've never been here. I don't know what's you'd be, happening. You'd be surprised. I mean, I, I used to do weightlifting in a commercial gym and most of the time people are happy to help you. You know, if you, if you just need help re-racking something or you know if you need help with a machine every once in a while you'll get uh, a mansplainer in there that like well here's how you gotta do it and you're just like no stop go away i will punch them in the face with my tiny arms (laughs) my sister did the curves thing for a while and she really liked that she liked the all women gym oh that's it yeah 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 i i don't i feel like we might have one of those around here I have to check, but hey, I need to, I need to start. I need muscles. Cause I break my bones too often. So I need to start. I'm due. I am due for a broken bone. It's been no. like, years. I know I'm due. I'm due for one. I have my, I have my boot waiting for me in my closet when it happens. Um, cause I'm not throwing that out. Cause as soon as I throw it out, I'm going to break my foot again. I know it. So I have it's to not going to happen at celebration. It's not going yeah. to. Um, it better not. It'll happen it at Jake's not. wedding. I'll break a bone at Jake's wedding. <laughs> well, as long as you do it having fun, I guess. There, there we go. 
There we go. Uh, Jake, uh, we got a couple Streamlabs super chats. Uh, speaking of Gloria Steinem, the best new show on TV is HBO Max's Meet. Uh, Rachel and Sam know a little bit of something about that. Am I right? Ooh, really like Minx. Sam sh- Sam has a, a supporting role in the latter. Yes, Ooh. we went to the premiere party two weeks ago. It was lovely, oh, fun. and we saw the first two episodes. And frankly, even if he wasn't in it, I would totally be watching the show anyway. It is yeah. a lot of fun. It's very cheeky and very in your face. Like I'm slightly hesitant to show tell my parents to watch it because there's an entire penis montage. And yes, like a long, <laughs> lots of guy, naked guys, lots of pictures of naked people. Like it, it's just in your face. And to me, I'm like, well, turnabout's fair play. Like men have yes. naked women's bodies. It's about time. Yes. It's about time. It's time. So I'm all about this. Um, but beyond that, it's actually very smart, very like it balances the tone of the humor of it, but also like that this woman is trying to, you know, have a voice in a male dominated world mm-hmm. and it's the set in the seventies and it, it's very empowering, very fun, very well produced. Like every, you uh, seriously guys just, just watch the, the, the episode Sam's in because the wig they put him in. Oh my gosh. The outfit with the, 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 the chest hair, the, all of it. They <gasps> he went full in and, and a wig and chest hair. Oh, well, he has chest hair. Like, I, was, okay. I was gonna say, was it a chest I was like, was it, like a it was just, it was just a low V neck to show okay. up. Okay. Oh, so we got to see. So, okay, a I wig know. and a low V. We love a low V because you said a wig and chest hair. I thought they like put like, did they have like a like in the chest hair thing? Oh, my gosh. I love yeah. it. No, okay, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad people like it because HBO Max doesn't promote anything, yeah. and like all I like saw was a couple of Instagram ads yeah netflix does the same thing like Mm -hmm. and so unless it has word of mouth and people talk about it and and get people to watch it then there's no guarantee for a second season so like every Mm -hmm. there's there's originals on there that you've never heard of before because nobody talked about it they dropped nobody watched it and then it went away so for every Mm -hmm. hacks or for every flight attendant or Mm -hmm. flight attendant um there's three shows that just didn't make it and i don't want minx to be one of those i want it to be one that gets talked about he's in episode seven and ten i think um Plays a real despicable guy. Just gonna put that out there. I definitely <laughs> want to check that out. We're we're about yeah. to finish a new girl rewatch, and so I'm on a Jake Johnson kick. And I knew that he was He's a, really good in it. He's a producer on this. it too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah. Another, another thing to add to my list, but Sam's on it, so now it's at the top of my <laughs> list. So I'll I'll watch it for you, Sam. I got you. We'll watch yeah. it. <laughs> uh, Jake, you got another. Uh, there we go. Uh, Jill, you should travel to Atlanta and go. I have. I have been to, to Sonora. I'm the one who hasn't. I have been to Sonora. I, oh. It's, it's Sonora, Georgia is amazing. Um, is That's where they have uh, Nick and Norman's, right? Yep. Is in Sonora. Nick and Correct. Norman's is a really super cute, super actually delicious food at Nick and Norman's. It's really good. And I, I've been there, I think, to Sonora like three or four times now. Um, mm-hmm. Cute, super cute little town. Um all right, yeah. Fun, fun story, fun fact. There, I've heard members of the cast of The Walking Dead refer to that town as Sonoya. Sonoya? So, Is it Sonoya? No, no. I was going to say, no, it's Sonoy. It's Sonoy. <laughs> it's Sonoy, okay. Yeah. It's Sinoy. an entire walking tour on my Twitch channel calling it Sonoya. 
It's and no one corrected me. Oh, well. And it's Sanoi. And I've heard, heard about it. Both ways. No, it's Sanoi. It's, it's 100% Sanoi. And no one corrected me. And I look very stupid. Oh, oh no. That's the end of no. That's the end of the story. Is just uh, <laughs> I just pronounced I, the city wrong. I will never forget that it is that the beautiful town of Sonoy. I will never forget, and I will never forget how how dumb I looked. Oh no! No one told me any different. Oh no! I I love Sonoy, and Nick and Norman's is cool because if you go around the time they are filming. Yeah, you have yeah. like an you have like a ninety percent chance. Like we saw, we like Greg Nicotero was at the mm. table right next to us, like yeah. with a script talking about like what they're doing. And I was like, I don't want to hear anything. I don't know what you're doing. I'm ignoring you. So they are around. It's such a cute little city. I, I'm so excited to hopefully I'll be able to go back soon. It's been a hot minute since I've been in Georgia, but I I've been like three or four times, and it's one of my favorite Atlanta, Sonoy, some of my favorite cities that I've ever been to. They're Rachel, you need to go to Atlanta. I know. <laughs> You need to go. I, you, you know, those, those like, like, have you been to all 50 states or whatnot? And it's yeah. like, there's, there's, I've been to probably, I don't know, 15, 20. That's a lot. But like, but the Southwest outside of Florida, which, you know, that's Southeast. So, uh, the Southeast, excuse me. It, it's, I've never been further south than South Carolina, um, aside oh, okay. from Florida. So, yeah, haven't seen any of it. Oh. My dad My lives parents in love New Orleans. Apparently, New Orleans is New Orleans something you really, really have to go to. It's so New special. It's New Orleans yeah. is amazing. Um, I've been because my dad used to live in Baton Rouge. He lives in he lives on the Gulf Coast right now. Um, but I would go to New Orleans all the time. And now it's at that point. I've been so many times. I only go to Pat O'Brien's, and I mm. don't leave. I sit down, I watch dueling pianos, and I do not leave that bar. Like, I'm done bar hopping in Louisiana. Like, no. New Orleans, I don't need a bar hop anymore. I just need to sit down with a hurricane and enjoy my dueling pianos, and I'm solid. I mean, Pat O'Brien's. Once you do bar hopping, like, on Bourbon Street once, you don't really need to do it again. I, I, had, I had a 16-hour hangover one time. I went to New Orleans. Never again. Never again. So I was like, I've done, I, no. They've got those like $1.50 Long Island iced teas. And they're Mm -hmm. all of their, cause all of their drinks are just sugar. So like, it's just, it's just pure sugar. Cause like they have the hurricanes. They have the, um, what else do they have? They have the, um, oh oh God. Um, The juleps? Mint mint juleps, hurricanes, the hand grenades. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all just it's all just straight pure sugar. Yeah. So I, I went when I was 21 with like some friends and like I don't need to go back to, to that scene. No, I no. I would love to go back and, and do anything else, but <laughs> that no. that was uh that was interesting. Oh my gosh. Now I'm, like I hurt just thinking about that one time on in New Orleans. Uh uh anyway. <laughs> Before I go into a tangent, uh, we have more Streamlabs, stream, Streamlabs, 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 Streamlabs and Super Chats. Uh, Rachel, have you done the Narrows in Zion? I think that's one of the most beautiful hikes in America. From Jay- um, I, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I've been to Zion a couple of times. I've climbed Angel's, Angel's Landing twice. Um, and my dad, who is, so my dad's a retired firefighter and he's a bit of a mountaineer too, but he loves like the, I grew up in New England. So he loves the white mountains. He loves white out winter conditions, the pickaxe, the thing, the, all the stuff. That's his favorite kind of hiking. So, but we do hike together. Um, and we did 
Zion, Angels Landing, and we went to the Narrows, but it was too um, turbulent. They weren't letting anybody go upriver. Um, I just think that there was too many, like the spring rains just made it too unsafe. So I haven't done the full thing. I've been at the base and, and walked a little ways up in the water. Um, I have done canyoning hikes before, and they're they're so special. They're so interesting. It's such a unique perspective, and it's just a lot of fun because I I grew up a swimmer as well. So like I like that oh. hiking swimming combination kind of a thing too. Not like like a racer or anything like that, but just like my family were like water people, and that's um, awesome. And swimming, like I did a triathlon when I was the year I turned thirty. I was out to prove a whole oh lot of shit the year I. Turned 30, oh my god! I was gonna say like I'm thirty and my my knees hurt from sitting down too long. It, 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 it was the whole thing, but everybody Dang. was like, "Oh, did you have fun?" I'm like, "Well, the swimming part I had fun. The biking was awful, oh, no. and, and the run was fine." But like, oh god, I'm like, I never want to get on a bicycle again after that, oh, no. and I haven't. Yeah. Now, now I'm. This might be a stupid question, but I am geographically challenged. Where is Zion? Utah. Utah. Okay, thank you. I'm going to Utah for work in June. Ooh, maybe I can. Utah's one of the most beautiful states in the country. I've uh, never been. There's um, Zion, uh, Escalante, um, Canyonlands, Arches National Park. Like I've heard Arches. Stunning. Mm -hmm. It is a oh national. God. If you're an outdoors person, naturalist person, like it is just one of the most beautiful states. I've been several times. I'm excited to go. I've never been, and I'm going for work in June, so I'll have to try and make time to. Do all the all the fun things and not just work for twelve hours a day. Hopefully, I'll be able to. Hopefully, well, uh, I know Jane does a lot of hiking and Jane and does a lot of hiking, a lot of traveling. So thanks, cool. Jane. Thanks, she, Jane. She she inspires me to to try to do more of that stuff too. So. Is Jane gonna Jane's gonna be at celebration? Jane, you're gonna be at celebration. I think so. I'm pretty sure you are. I hope so because I miss you and I'd like to see you again. Please, thank you. She was at Dragon Con and. You guys all should come to Dragon I, Con. Only because I know so many Game of Thrones people. Go. I've never been invited to Dragon Con. And I feel like, as a hometown girl, I feel like I should be invited. Dragon Con people, what are you doing? Invite, I mean, invite, invite Clark. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? doing? What are you doing? Messing up. Yes. No yes, one's ever invited me. We just started going and <laughs> never That's stopped. That's the thing, too, is, like, I don't have – well, yes, it's it's good to have a group to, or people, a plus one. That's what you need to just, like, <laughs> go to a place. <laughs> if you're me and you're just like, I'm here. Molly. I'll be your plus one. Yes. I was going to oh, say, okay. you and Molly, you guys Alex are going to go to the dog park. Alex has plenty time. to do. <laughs> dog park plus one, dragon plus one. <laughs> Alex can Alex can do his own thing. You two can party it up. We're kicking him out. Alex isn't allowed anymore. He's, he gets, mm -hmm. he's getting the boot. Not allowed. He's not allowed to go to Dragon anymore. <laughs> Jake, you have more super chats? Uh, we actually have a couple Streamlabs, but oh. one in particular came through that I want to get to first. Uh, from Miss Marisol McKee herself. Marisol! Uh, with a very, very nice donation. Marisol, Spending a night with these four phenoms is a no-brainer. No Schmodown talk slash spoilers. This is happy hour, damn it. Just sharing love for women I love. Yes, would love to hear takes on Russian Doll and Hacks. Ooh, Ooh, Russian Doll. I forgot that the season two is coming for that. Mm -hmm. And the first season was so good. I can't wait. I didn't watch Russian Doll. Uh, however, um, in an acting class I was in, we read the pilot for Hacks. We like, it was just came up in our, and it was before it came out. And um, I am friends with Hannah's mom, Lorraine. 
Um, so I just saw the pride that Lorraine felt mm-hmm. for her daughter in this leading role. And even before that role was cast, um, I read that pilot for class and I was like, this is the best pilot. This is one of the best pilots I've ever read. This is like legitimately funny. Like the jokes jump off of the page and not that anyone's sending me pilots to read. They're not, I'm like having to find them. They should, they should be sending you pilots. Thank you, I agree, no, but. Um, but the but but truly, like I sought out the the writers, the cred, you know, on that pilot, and was j- and just wanted to tell them their uh, all their Twitter DMs were closed. They did not want to hear from me. But no. I truly was just like, n- but even before before Gene Smart was announced, before Hannah was announced, before any of it was announced, I got to read that pilot, and I remember being like, this is so. I'm going to use my one F word because on Twitch they make sure that I don't use it. But You're, I know we're allowed. I know we're I know, but I'll just <laughs> use it once. It is so fucking funny. That pilot is so fucking funny. And so, anyway, um, those are my th- that's my thoughts on hacks. It's just like the writing and that, and Gene Smart, we're here, we're all here for the Gene mm-hmm. Smart Assance. But um, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched Watchmen, Please watch Watchmen. Oh, God. Please it's watch so Watchmen. Watch and watch me. Stop now and go watch Watchmen. Go, go yeah. watch Watchmen. Go on. And go watch. Also, designing so women good. and yes, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So the the yeah, I haven't seen Russian Dolls, but like I remember reading that pilot and was like, no matter who is cast in this, this writing is so insanely good. Um, and I am jealous. I am officially jealous that I have aged out of this role and, no. and I'm way too young for anything else and too old for everything else. But anyway, no, those don't, are- don't say that. Wasn't, wasn't, um, What's her name in Mean Girls when she played? Um, yes, wasn't she, she like thirty? She was twenty-seven. Rachel McAdams was Rachel Mc exactly when she was playing a teenager. Yeah, well, oh, wow. I don't know how many times Sam's played a teenager? Like almost up into his. 30s. I'll just say that <laughs> look like Sam or Rachel McAdams at twenty-seven. I think I have a very <laughs> clear woman pushing thirty. No, nonetheless. Mm-mm. Anyway, hacks pilot. <laughs> Brilliant. So good. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Sam and I are always looking for a half an hour comedy, but we have very different ideas of comedy. So we don't mm-hmm. always land on something. Um, and it, we actually took a little while to warm up to hacks. Um, I think that Hannah's character is a little hard yeah. at first. And there was Sam comes from the stand up world. And so he was sort of feeling like some of it felt too scripty for like mm-hmm. what a stand up would be saying in some of those scenes. But I don't remember, I think it was like season or episode three or four where they had some scenes together that I was like, oh, this feels more natural. And the delivery of the dialogue feels more natural. And so the humor felt like it was coming through more. And yeah, the, the gene smart of it all is it, it just kills me because like I was a huge Mayor of Easttown fan too. Um, and she was just, she just killed it in that, killed it in Watchmen, killed it in this. Um, we all <laughs> were. <laughs> you're too, you're too kind, Chance. <laughs> you're, you're, you're too kind. Yep. But Russian Doll is one of those that it, it's on the list. I saw the pilot 
and I don't, I saw it in some weird circumstance. I think a friend worked on it or something like that. And it, it's, it was tonally kind of strange, but I've heard that you kind of get into that and that she's just amazing in it and everything. Um, and the fact that it got a season two, although it's been a while, like that was a long gap. Yeah. Between seasons oh one. yeah. I already pulled I, it up, Jake. You missed it. I pulled the comp. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Marisol. Marisol she deserves yeah, it. She it. does deserve it. She, she, uh -huh. her comment can stay up the queen. entire time. It's Marisol. She's, she's a queen. She's the she's like, a queen. She's a queen. When I, when I first watched Russian Doll, I think I watched the first episode and then like didn't watch it for a while. And then I had a friend be like, no, you got to stick it out and watch the whole thing. And it is one of those things where you're like, what is this mm -hmm. for the first couple of episodes? But then by the end, I was I was so hooked and I was like, I hope they make more of this. And yeah, that was like forever ago. And so when they just recently announced that the, there's official season two stuff, I was like, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's so hard to figure out what Netflix is doing. Like, I know what they, yeah. handle, what they bring back, what, what, like when they do it, like it is such a weird model. And like, I, I'm almost like, don't want to get into things sometimes because I'm a little worried that I don't know how it's going to go or what their decision-making um, process is. Today, the trailer for Roar came out, which is mm -hmm. another Apple TV. Uh, and it is from the, some of the creatives from Glow. And oh. um, you can see because uh, Betty Gilpin is there. Oh, good. And yeah, and um, uh, Allison Brie is there. Nice. And but also uh, Cynthia Erivo is there, and Nicole Kidman is there, Ooh. and just like this on cast again. goes on and on and on. And good. I believe it is an anthologized, like eight episode story about women. But nonetheless, my point is simply that. Uh, the create the team, the creative team, and I, I, I should say for the record, I'm not entirely sure when it says the the producers or creators of Glow. Who knows what that means? That could mean anything, right? We know that. Um, we're savvy enough movie and TV fans, but uh, you know, letting Glow go and and when you have also, and I understand, okay, like a series of or a season of television, I get. Um, that's a lot. It's a long shoot time. It's a lot of characters. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of COVID protocols, especially for yeah. a show like Glow. Yeah. But, you know, when you have Betty Gilpin and Mark Marin and Alison Brie and the team saying, can we just make a movie? The scripts were done. And we, we just want to finish this story. Yeah. The season scripts were finished and you canceled the show after you greenlit it. Um, if the team is on board, don't you think that like that would be a groundswell of support? It's yeah. so insanely frustrating mm -hmm. that they do this. But then again, the creators are going off to Apple and they're doing something else. And while it's not Glow, at the very least, it's something. But yeah, yeah. Rachel, like respectfully, because I, I love the love the flicks but like i don't know what the hell they're doing either with, with some of these choices yeah i have to say that apple's kind of killing it i like a lot of the stuff that they're putting out and like they kind of didn't get onto the map a ted lasso sort of like brought a lot of people into yeah. and whatnot but like there's some some of their shows and i have friends who work on different shows and whatnot they feel like they're more invested like, I feel like Netflix is just what like Netflix used to be. Yeah. 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 And it, it, the, the, but they just seem so like, 
bottom line, bottom line, and whatever their bottom lines are. I didn't even know um, that they also kind of like, I know they don't pay very well. Like people mm -hmm. I know in my world who like work on them and stuff, they're like, it's a Netflix show. We can't pay that much. And everybody's like, excuse you? You're they're like, the highest, highest, yeah, they, they can't use highest, that excuse anymore. Yeah. It's a bizarre excuse. They're like, like the highest grossing streaming service. Like what kind of excuse the, is that? The whole model just feels weird. And I don't I would, understand it. I would also strongly encourage any of your viewers to read the interview that just came out with the creator and showrunner of the Babysitters Club, actually. Oh, um, I'm so upset by that. Yeah, I heard that so, was so good. I believe it was, I want to say it was either New York Magazine or Vulture. Obviously, it's the same parent company. But, um, you know, she gave a very candid interview talking about, like, look we hit the numbers that they wanted us to hit. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what else they wanted. The metrics, in her opinion, the metrics changed from yeah. when the show came out to when it came time to renew and greenlit new seasons and so it's like okay well if you're gonna move the goalposts like then yeah. I don't know what to tell you but like we're doing and also the idea was uh, in her view people were taking time to watch the season they were not watching it in 36 hours mm -hmm. yep. and so therefore that was not giving netflix whatever it was that they wanted and so they you know that also led to the cancellation and i just think that you know like okay so can i give an example um candy starring jessica beale true crime drama she co-produced it premiering on hulu they, I find this fascinating. If Gishkali, by the way, y'all, I had the YouTube chat open and now I don't have it open, so I'm sorry if I'm not seeing your heart. This is the Twitch, the Twitch hosted me because I'm like, what are you're, they you're saying? Good. Um, <laughs> but if is in the chat, they know because they watched us talk about this. Um, but uh, Hulu is doing a five night special event. What does that mean? All five episodes of Candy starring Jessica Beale premiere on Monday and finale on Friday. They're oh. going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on Hulu. And what that evokes to me is a mini series. Yeah. Remember, mm -hmm. remember when you were remember when you were a kid and like there were there were TV mm -hmm. miniseries. Yeah. So my point is simply that, you know, Hulu, it appears, is trying new formulas, is trying new formats, mm -hmm. whether or not it's week to week. Okay, let's try a five night a week miniseries. Let's try to see what the mm -hmm. social media interaction. I love all of this. And also yeah. Netflix, like banking on the binging model, totally fine. I, but I hate the binging model. I think we're I mean, past it. I really think that like people have, they did it for a while and it was a thing and it was interesting and whatnot. But I feel like we've kind of moved past it and yeah. it's shown that the weekly drops work and people like you said mm -hmm. are playing with it. Amazon is going to be doing, they did Maisel this recent season of Mrs. Maisel two episodes a week. So oh, everybody's kind of trying different things. Disney into, Plus yep. doing once a week, once a one week. Like, There's making all it a social different. media phenomenon. Yeah. And making yeah. it water cooler again. Yep. Yes. That used to be how it was. Yes. So when you drop everything, I think what Netflix is doing is they're dropping everything. And if they drop everything on like a Love is Blind, people mm -hmm. ate it up because they were afraid to go on social media right. and not having done it. Whereas yep. the Babysitter's Club is not fraught. That that isn't a worry. So mm -hmm. you're gonna get to it if because it's excellent and you want to get to it, but yeah. not fast enough in their mind. Like, look, I'm the biggest costume drama 
person in the world. And I might have been, you know, working today, but I also might have had the first two episodes of Bridgerton. <laughs> and like, and because I'm definitely afraid to go on Twitter and have people be talking about oh, yeah. or Bridgerton, because those are the people I follow, clearly. Um, so like, I, I feel like they're after that model, but I think that model's dying. It's, it's cause I mean, example, like, cause when Stranger Things comes out, they oh. do the whole series in one day. That is going to have to ignore everything forever. Yeah. But then people, but then day. people stop talking about it after two weeks and then mm-hmm. no one's talking about Stranger Things anymore. Meanwhile, Hulu just did the Pam and Tommy series where yeah. they did it on a weekly release. Mm-hmm. I yeah, literally had a, weekly. I had like a 30 minute conversation with Dan Merle and Mara about the freaking Pam and Tommy show. Like, we, like, oh, it's like, so good. And they're like, have you seen, I'm up to this episode. Like how much have you seen? And, what are, like, it's yeah. so, like, that's what you need to do. So with yeah. Netflix too, by the way, what you're not, what I'm noticing is their high, high profile stuff. They're releasing on holiday weekends. Yeah. So Sandra Bullock and Bird Box is coming mm-hmm. out Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Stranger Things, um, uh, season three was uh, 4th of July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year, part one is going to be Memorial Day. Part two is going to be 4th of July again. People are less likely to be on social media because they are out there with people they are with. And yeah. so it's almost like a little bit of a grace period. Like you won't accidentally stumble upon spoilers and things like that if you are less inclined to be on the social media not that we're devoid of social media of course we're not but like i just feel like stranger things has a luxury of giving us three days to like make our way through and like because i know for sure i'm gonna have to watch every single episode because i don't want shit spoiled for me yeah and and I'm still of the mindset that I don't want spoilers. I know some people no. have gotten past that, but I don't want anybody to, as no. I talked about earlier, I don't, you know, and Gishgali pointed out, like, let it be known that Clark hosts a show where she probably trailers, and that's true! Only because it's my job. If it wasn't to me, I would know nothing about anything, and I would just go in. So anyway, though, like, but Done. yes, you're right, like, just to interject that, like, Netflix... It is a dying model. And Mm -hmm. also you can see the difference. You can see Stranger Things getting a holiday weekend, whereas something else is just like, oh, and we're dropping it on this Friday of this Mm -hmm. month and whatever, you know? Uh, Andy in the chat said Pam and Tommy came out on Disney Plus in Australia. That brings me back (laughs) to our earlier conversation about penises. Did they keep the penis... Did they well, keep Aust- the penis Australia- on Disney Plus? Australia, a- gives- Australia gives no fucks. Like and also, there's a whole scene with the a talking US. penis in that show. Outside of the US, the individual deals are very different. Yes. yes. Outside of the US, <laughs> Disney here. Plus ha- yes, has had a parental uh, section, has yes. had an adult section outside of the US. Disney Plus has had an adult Well, okay. I just I just had to log back in. To, I was I was on Disney Plus. I just had to log back in because they brought the Marvel TV shows on yes, Disney Plus. That's I now we have when, it, you, yep. when you log in now, they go, are you okay with TVMA content? You have to mm-hmm. like agree yeah. to having that content on your Disney Plus now. Which, and I was by like, the way, oh, Thank goodness, because Touchstone owns so much PG-13 yes. content. Trust me, I've tried to host this ship or this stuff for my show. You're allowed to first, Clark. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I've tried to host this stuff for my show, and, like, I've had to tell my chat, the mouse owns it. I'm sorry. I don't know where you're going to stream this. And yeah. also, I can't get clips mm-hmm. anywhere. Whether it's the sixth sense 
alien now the mouse owns because yeah. it's fox like yep. and anything in between uh yeah. yes yeah we we talked about um jessica beale earlier i wanted to ask you guys did anyone watch limetown mm -mm. it was uh it was a great show that she starred in and i think she may have produced it uh but it was on facebook what oh like two... i worked on facebook shows but yeah, yeah. my cousin produced a fate the one with um uh Elizabeth Olsen, there was a Facebook show. My cousin. Oh, produced. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I actually had a friend who worked on that. And this, I was, I was like, why is it on Facebook? I know. <laughs> because everybody's chasing. Everybody yeah. has something to, to have their own, you know, content to have eyes stay on them. Mm -hmm. And Facebook's mm -hmm. obviously very notorious about it. And they've been mm -hmm. trying that. And none of it is stuck. Or anything that was good enough, somebody else bought it. Because even like YouTube TV, mm -hmm. like their biggest breakout yeah. was Cobra Kai. Which is now on Netflix. Their, now it's on Netflix. Netflix was like, and now we're taking this. Because yeah. still not, and a lot of people were doing it, but still, like I never had a YouTube original. Yeah, I never did YouTube Red. Yeah, we, only, we only had it for Cobra Kai, and then we would cancel it as soon as we were done. Right, <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm sure that's what, exactly what was happening. Yeah. Because at this point, like, you know, we haven't pulled the plug because we're narcissistic and we have to have all the channels for everything all the time. And we both like sports. So that is a problem too. But um, so we yeah. have, we, so we still have direct TV and everything on it. Plus Amazon prime, Netflix, Hulu, yeah. Disney yeah. plus Paramount, whatever. Paramount plus, every plus, um, all the, all Peacock, the and like, yeah, like, <laughs> e e like everybody has it. So it's like the whole original idea of it'll be cheaper to do it this way. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Especially when everybody's jacking up the prices. Yeah. 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 I swear to God, there's like one or two, three, three, three things on Netflix. The Great British Bake Off, Bridgerton, <gasps> and I can't remember the third one. But like, I can't get rid of my Netflix subscription because of those things. But yeah, frankly, I want to get rid of my Netflix subscription at this point. Like, if Netflix didn't have, because I'm one of those people who loves a good true crime documentary, yeah. and Netflix yeah. has really good ones. So if it wasn't for that, and I also really like Big Mouth, I'm one of those people. I really enjoy mm -hmm. Big Mouth. If it wasn't for like that, I I don't see a reason why I still have a Netflix mm -hmm. account. Like that's the like that's the only reason why I watched Limetown because it's kind of a true crime. Like if you listen to Serial at all, it was like yeah. kind of, it was very much modeled uh, over Serial, okay. and like Stanley Tucci is in it, and like oh, it was he so yeah, yes, he it, does. <laughs> it, it was so good, and like I remember every time I watched an episode, I was like, "Am I really watching fucking Facebook for my shows now?" Yes, but I, I mean, I'll do it if it's good, and good. it was really good. And now I'm like, I hope that comes back, and I hope it's somewhere else. But Facebook yeah, and where does it go? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I don't even know where you could watch it now unless it's archived uh, somewhere. It might be on Peacock actually, but probably. I highly recommend checking out Limetown. It was really good. Another thing to add to my list. <laughs> I know. The, the list is absolutely never ending. So it's, 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 it's grown like about 16 times <laughs> just in the past hour. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, do you have any more chats? Uh, drink. Okay, drink if you've seen the movie The Descent. Come on. Is this the I one you told Carol. me to watch with the girls who did the Yes, the, and, and says mm -hmm. don't watch don't don't watch anything about it. Just watch it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's 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 a good one. I, I feel like I watched this uh 
years and years ago because Alex had seen it. And at the time, I wasn't as much of a horror fan as I am now. So, horror like, best. I've as I'm approaching the age of 35, I am very much more a horror fan. And so, like, now I love the movie. When I first saw it, I didn't really get it as much. I was like, uh. But it's it's definitely worth it. And, yes, don't look anything up no, about it before you watch it. It made me claustrophobic, and I'm not even claustrophobic. Yeah. I was like, why? I was like, why do people choose to do this? It's like, just a great movie. It's it so good. Just it's just shot good so well. It, it's it's a movie that's like one of those like, look, I'm never gonna, I'm not a horror fan, mostly because I don't like slasher. Like that okay. has never been my thing. But I like haunted movies, and mm. I like horror movies that will push the boundaries. Yes. Like yes. we were talking about, like movies you didn't know going into. I remember seeing um, It Follows. And <gasps> it was literally Jake, Jake's in the I, back of the chat going like this. He yeah. was the one who he told me to watch it. Fall. Yeah, yeah. I, I was oh in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, visiting a friend, and she was working during the day, and I had nothing to do. And there was a, a mall and a movie theater across the street from her apartment building. So I just walked up, and I'd already seen everything else that was out at the time. I didn't know anything about it. So I went and I watched it and I was blown away by it. Like, were you watching it, it by yourself in the yeah. movie theater? No, I, no, yeah. no, no. But like every once in a while, like, oh, I'll see no. horror movies like that. I remember The Witch did the same thing for me. The like, Witch is it, was, great. it was, if it's a little bit, and, and I, I don't want to sound like a snob about it, but sometimes no. like I will say like, if it feels elevated or it feels like it's trying to the horror is used to say something about yeah. something. And I think more horror does that than I get, I used to give it credit for. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the Babadook is, is same thing, like mm -hmm. in hereditary, same thing. And like, you know, those are the ones that I really kind of like, I'm interested in, in find like that I can kind of grab onto. Yeah. Whereas like, I didn't really love the new scream. Like I just, Still haven't seen it. Mm, I don't know. But yeah. it's just like uh, the, the original did what it was did and everybody else has been chasing that. And I don't yeah. necessarily know that they've done it. But like it's it's to each their own with it. And I don't remember why I started on this. But like <laughs> somebody <laughs> that started me on that. Welcome, welcome to happy hour, Rachel. Um. No. <laughs> I loved the new Scream, but I feel like I don't really know why. Or maybe it's just because it had been a while until we had like a good Scream movie. But you I, know I liked it. I feel like the new Scream has to be the Force Awakens of Scream. So yeah. it, has, it has to remind people what the franchise is. It has mm -hmm. to remind you why you fell in love with it. But it also has to move the story forward. Mm -hmm. It has to connect the dots between the legacy characters and the new characters. It has to talk to a brand new audience that, you know, the original didn't necessarily take into account. So you're telling me the next one's going to be the last Jedi of Scream movie? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's even a then I am even a Ryan so Johnson connection. <laughs> I, love the last Jedi. I love that joke. I didn't get it until truly the fourth time I watched it. I was like, I know they don't hate Ryan Johnson. Why do they keep making this joke? And then I got it and I was like, oh, I know. I didn't <laughs> they, say this joke. they really but, threw a Ryan Johnson last Jedi joke just right in the middle of the Scream movie. And we were all like, what? Good. But that Love said, it. they just recently, the team radio silence, Matt and Tyler, um, the directors, um, they just said that this is kind of like a no hold, like the next movie that they're doing, which is going to be in theaters March of next year, 2023. So they're, and Courtney Cox is signed on and like they're, yep. they're starting shooting in June. Um, they have already said that this is like all bets are off. 
no holds barred. Like <gasps> we really have to let the audience know that like anything can happen. Um, and, I like and I like that yeah. too, because again, to use the Star Wars metaphor, I really think that like, I love Force Awakens for what it does. And I also love Last Jedi for what it does. I think that's the exact right path to take the franchise. And mm -hmm. so I think that this Scream movie had to do the exact same thing, yeah. especially considering too, you have a different director, Wes mm -hmm. Craven has passed away and so on. Mm -hmm. So those guys like checked impossible boxes. <laughs> and also, cause when you think about it, sorry, this is my one little, and then I'll be, Start the clock, 30 seconds, and then I'm done. Um, <laughs> slasher movies that are popular in the on the big screen now usually have a, so, uh, a supernatural hook. They usually, yeah. Chris Landon, who did Happy Death Day, who did who directed Freaky. Um, you know, these I are love great. Freaky. Same, so same. These are great so good. However, there is a supernatural or yeah. otherworldly element that mm -hmm. is tied to it. I would, I think that cinematically on the big screen, it is hard to point to a straight original slasher movie that has come out in the last five years that yeah. you can be like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and so I think that Scream for not having the supernatural element really checks all those boxes. And now I'm ready to see what they're gonna do. It's like, all right, we got you. Now we're gonna take yeah. you on a ride. And that's when I'm ready. It's funny mm -hmm. because I, I always always tell people the first time I saw Force Awakens, I was disappointed because I literally came away from it thinking they just did a new hope again. Like, mm -hmm. and I and I was just so like yeah. angry about it. Mm -hmm. And then the more I watch it, the more I like it. The yeah. more I see why they did they did. And it was about introducing the new characters mm -hmm. and laying groundwork to do something more interesting. So I, I'm curious now kind of with all of this analogy, if like, if I watch Scream again, yeah, if I won't understand kind of more of that. And especially if now they get to do something a little more original, like just broaden this world because the yes. original Scream was, knocked all our socks off. Yeah. Yes. I was not a horror fan. Like, but mm -hmm. none of, I, I think Scream 2 had good moments in terms of continuing that but I just don't think any really past that did much. So mm -hmm. I'll be curious to see if the next one. And does. arguably Kevin Williamson was taken, Scream 3 and 4 were taken away from Kevin yeah. Williamson. Oh yeah, no, you that, know, that Wes was, was still there. Was, yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, but anyway, I could go on, but my 30 seconds are up. <laughs> Can you, like, I'm, I'm a big horror movie fan. I literally, for this past September, October, yeah, September, October. That's, that, that's consecutive months, September, October. I did uh, 61 Days of Horror. Oh, and I watched, My and I watched, is off. I think I watched 61 horror movies. And I watched so many that I had never seen. So like The Descent, I had never seen. Um, I saw Malignant during that time. Mm -hmm. I saw, uh, I commented on your tweet before we started, the Midsummer. Yes. Fucked oh, me course. up. Mm -hmm. Like, I have never been more psychologically scarred than watching mm. Midsommar. Because, like, it's not scary, but, like, it's just a mental mind. Upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you watch the, the taking of Deborah Logan? I did. Deborah <laughs> Logan. Because you, you told me to watch it. I certainly did. I did. Because that was one that I had found recently, and I was like, this is I love a, so good. I love it. Adam Robitaille. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. But I can, we could talk about horror. I, yeah. Where I'm 
big horror fans over here. But uh, Jake did send us the the last call questions. Oh, did he? Okay, yes. Are that, is there any more super chats or streamlabs before we want to do the last call, Jake? We can do two quick ones. We have two streamlabs oh. quickly. Uh, Selvin came in with one. He says, Thank "Good evening, know. ladies." I hope everyone is doing well. My question for the esteemed guest is who is an MTS player that you never had a match against that you wish you could have played? Who? Hmm. I knew this. I knew you were going to get asked this question. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> MTS has to come up to some extent. You know, Shire rules represent. We're good. <laughs> I got my shirt on. I was going to say, I should have gotten mine. <laughs> I was totally wearing something else. And then I found this shirt at my parents' house. And I was like, oh, well, Rachel will be wearing hers. <laughs> you should wear it. Oh, no. You got to give a girl warning. Give a little heads up. Little heads up. Well, here's the thing. I reached out to Christian, and I was like, "Our where are our shirts aren't on T Public, and they're not on T Public." So oh, yeah. it's not his fault, by the way. For the record, oh, but well, Schmodown stuff doesn't usually come up unless it's Living Legends. Sure, sure. So. That's true. Aww. That's true. That's a so. fact. True. Rachel, do you know your answer to this question? I mean, it, it's it's Dan Merle, just because so much was made of the fact that like we didn't cross paths because he had was retiring as I was coming in and you know it, it, it you know we have so many similar crossover things that I think a match between the two of us would be a dead heat because we really align with so much of that stuff and like you know the the very the sweet 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 fans who <laughs> would occasionally argue, you know, that I, I was on that level or in the GOAT conversation or whatnot. It, you should it be in that You are. should be a piece of that if I'd actually maybe played him and, you know, potentially beat him. Because I do think I'm capable of it. Uh, you are capable of it. I'll put that mm -hmm. on the record right now. I'll, say that I'll play Dan Merle. Come on. <laughs> nice. I'll put, get it. Get it. Do it. Come on, Dan. Yeah, I um oh there hey Ryan Payne. Thank you. Um you know, I I well I've played Dan Merle twice and he's kicked my ass both times. However oh. um, He's so nice and when he does oh, it. Oh he's though. so nice. He's a total gentleman. Also, like I feel like some of the more old school uh singles uh matches that I played, the head to head matches, you know some of the rules were different like oh, i and i've had these conversations privately with people who are involved in the league like i do feel like there are a handful of matches that were one point matches for me in the single space that had the rules been different mm -hmm. i could have maybe gone the distance yeah. right yeah. i would have loved to have won the singles belt um yes. however i'm out of my element i'm not in that world anymore it's it truly like no just I, I don't want to be uh aggrandizing but but like it's like being a your mental competition is like your physical competition i'm old i'm rusty it's a I lot can't, mm -hmm. i can't do what sam levine and and dan merle and the guy and the people who are coming back i can't play in that world anymore because it's um, not my it's just not where i'm at in my life anymore but the, the match that everybody always talks about is Roca, me v Roca. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that in the day, back in the day, mm -hmm. I think we would have had a good, close, oh, yeah. hard fought oh, match. Oh, yeah. And I think it would have been a toss up, no matter, you know, I think it would have been a toss up. I couldn't say who, who would win. Mm -hmm. And Roca is, you know, he's still 
he he is so thorough. Um, yeah. But that's the one that the fans have always talked about, and so that's my that's my answer. But it but as I said earlier, it'll never happen because I'm too <laughs> smart. I'm not getting back into this because I know it's, it will be a disappointment for everyone involved, including myself. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. It's you a can't, lot. You can't be. You can't come back and expect to be competitive yeah. now unless you're willing to put in that yeah. work. Which my, uh, props to those that can oh, and are yeah. willing to in one hundred percent. But like, you know, my life is so weirdly, crazily different in the last three years mm -hmm. since Same. I was, you know, playing and to play now i don't have the time i just yeah. don't have the 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 bandwidth and the time and the the brain space mm -hmm. to get back to looking at imdb lists and remembering filmographies and watching movies in that we studied way. like i mean rachel yeah. was always rachel studied harder than anyone i know but we we had i mean just i was going through photos on my phone the other day and i found pictures of the fife club like at my apartment eating a charcuterie board and going through all these board games Aww. and trivia cards and like yeah. all these but like we studied i mean yeah we really worked our asses off when it came I mean, to it you so. you guys were some of the first to really implement studying into this whole crazy i think we were the first faction that yeah. sort of use the we, elements we of did our homework as a yeah. way to study and to, and to work together and everything else. And that, that became everything the last two seasons, yep. you know, because of the pandemic and it just made that so yeah. much more important. But I think yeah. we were the first kind of to do that in that respect. And, you know, it, it's great that we were, and we, that was our time and we made the most of our time and it was mm -hmm. amazing. And there's people now like fucking Marisol McKee, who so is now like and my hero. Like, yes, we bow. all the snaps. Truly, truly, work she, she did it. She did and, it. Yeah, she, yep, one hundred percent. And that, and it, I love. Like, I when I met her, I was like, it just means so much to Clark and I that mm -hmm. what we did made a difference. Yes, and helped pave the way for somebody like that to take the mantle to who has the bandwidth and the time and the energy and the ability to then run with it and prove that you know women belong in the league and everything else. Yes. So like, that's that to me actually makes it easier. And, and I feel better about having stepped away and done what we did when we did. And now look at this and look, Janine is one of the most, most oh improved God. players I've ever seen ever in the Schmodown. Yes. Where she was when she played her first match and the knowledge mm -hmm. she has now, like it is, yes. it is leaps and bounds. Janine's amazing. I'm an her. amazing player, an amazing and, woman. And Molly, mm -hmm. the girls in the Star Wars division make me so proud and so happy. You and Laura <laughs> and Nikki, like you give them all a freaking run for their money. And like, it just, it just makes me really happy because it was a very important time in our lives. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't have met my fiance and Clark wouldn't be one of my bridesmaids in my upcoming wedding. Oh, and all you guys are going to make me cry. No, that's it's, I, I say to this day, like the belts were great. The, the notoriety, mm -hmm. like the fact that I have fans and I couldn't still can't process that sometimes is amazing and wonderful. But the thing that meant the most to me was meeting such incredible people and having them in my lives yes. now in my life now that it's, it's irrespective of the Schmodown. Like, I mm -hmm. think after we hang up here, we're going to go have drinks with, with Mark Riley and his, and his fiance. Like you guys are Aww, just friends for life. And, and it started over a love of movies and a love of movie trivia and you know, all of this. And 
seriously, Marisol, you, you are, you are my yeah. hero and I love you. Um, yeah. And I just, I just love, ah, now I'm going to cry. No crying. No crying. Yeah. Seriously. No. Marisol is like all of our heroes at this point. Um, yeah. Yes. Marisol, seriously. All of the hearts. Mm -hmm. Like all the I hearts. remember meeting her at your birthday thing, Jill, during spectacular. And I yeah. was just like, Oh my God. It's Marisol. It's Marisol. She's going to know more about movies than I will ever know. And I would like oh, to keep I'm, it that way. And I mean, I just, I mean, I just say like, I'm forever. so like, I love that she and a couple of the new players do keep the classic movie love going. Yes. When, yes. when, when the new ones come in and they prove that they know some of the classic movies, I'm like, it makes yep. my little heart happy because I know that nobody, people care less and less about oh, those movies. And no. it's really, really sad. But when somebody like her comes in and can like kill a Hitchcock category, I'm like, you've yes. got. Yes. 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 Anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, you guys have definitely. I mean, I've said, I've said <laughs> oh, it before. Brian, you made us Brian, look so we, good. Your photos are just Brian, your. Brian, Brian Ward's uh, photoshops are VIP. He makes everyone look amazing. Yes, I love it when they pop up in like my my memory. Truly, of, like you know, like we actually, I think Clark and I like a week ago when my Facebook memories was um, our first match against Ken and Dagnino. And it was, he photoshopped us into Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Oh, yeah. Me and you <laughs> and Emma is Rufus and we're in the, 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 the phone booth and the lion's den is up on top. And it was just like, she just did so good with all of that. that yeah, so Brian, you're amazing. Mm -hmm. oh. Brian, Ward's a, Brian Ward's a legend. Um, mm -hmm. So but, good. But yeah, real real quick, just while oh, we're on the yes, uh, somebody just said video Drew. Look, I would if, if I had my Loke Druthers, I would list every female that has put herself out there yes. and done well in the Schmodown. And, and I'm sorry, I can't remember Claudia Dolph and, oh. and just so many of you. So and, many. Claudia and Page, you video Drew, so Christina, oh. Peggy. Oh, Paige, so good people. lord, girl, you yes. are my Boston girl. I love you. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. No, sorry. So many. No, no, you're good. I was gonna say real quick. Just, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again that you. Uh, Rachel and Clark, you both have, I mean, you are both the reason why I really started watching and got really invested in this whole space. And now you guys have left your mark and your legacy. And now you're, you've opened the doors to all these, you know, amazing competitors that are now in the league. And like you said, this is not the women's league. This is the league. And, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's very strong today with all these amazing competitors we're getting. So uh, and I love that there's so many female fans too. I yes. feel like mm -hmm. yes. Clark said it so beautifully one time. I think we were accepting an award or something where she said that like, if when we were younger, we could look at this space, movie reviewing and genre stuff and, and whatnot and saw women who were intelligent and knowledgeable about these things and competitive about these things and the trivia, like that would have made all the difference to us when we were little. So like- yeah, you take it. You, I, no, all I was gonna say, always. all I was gonna say is that I had an, I've had an, I had an Entertainment Weekly subscription when mm -hmm. I was eleven years old. Yeah. Like, like this is in my blood. It's in my DNA, mm -hmm. and so I just feel like, and and my dad, God bless. Like, if I asked him, because conventions, like, who? Mm -hmm knew outside of the diehard things when I was a kid. No, I, if I knew, if I found the movie trivia showdown and saw the women, all the women in this league playing and winning or, or competing, even mm -hmm. if they don't win, they were just out there and they were stars. 
I would have told my dad, you have to take me to this. I would have told my dad, you have to join this Patreon. Mm -hmm. I have to be involved in this. Like I, and I would have been the 10 year old who was like, dad, you have to take me. Um, yeah. And so, so like the notion that any, that any kid, no matter their gender identity, no matter any of that could look and see you know, um, Rachel or myself or Janine or Marisol mm -hmm. or pick any woman in this league um, or, or any person in this league and be inspired and go, that looks like me and I, and I love it just as much as they do and I want to be a part of that. That is, yep. that's it. Yep. Oh, that really is it. Makes me tear up. It still makes me tear up. Um, <laughs> before, I, before I start crying on stream again, um, Jake, do we have last call? Is it last call? Are we good on the stream labs and the super chats? We're good. Okay. Uh, so we're going to start doing our last call questions and these, we, we like to do rapid fire. Yep. So first thing that pops in your head, shout it out. Uh, do we want to do the video questions first? Yes. Okay. Jake's got a couple of video questions for us. Roll the tape. Hey, Jill, Molly, Clark, and Rachel. Um, my question is, let's just make this chaotic and, um, You'll see why in a minute. Um, what is an impression that you can do that's really good or an impression that you wish you could do? So it's kind of cheating. It's sort of two questions, but uh, yeah, I want to hear some bad impressions. And uh, yeah, just keep doing what you do. I'll hopefully be in the live chat and uh, see you there. Billy. <laughs> Billy. That's Billy Paulhan. Amaze, amaze. I, I want to hear some bad impressions. There's not a chance in hell I'm doing this because this no accents, all that shit, not going to happen. But I will say, and a shout out to Cameron Rice, who is a sweetheart of a man and an incredible Love photographer. Cameron. Love he Cameron. made my Kate Blanchett dreams come true with a photo shoot recently. Was that the was that the one you just posted? Yes, yes. I, so so I, I'm never gonna speak like anybody, but I saw Kate Blanchett, as anybody knows, is my spirit animal. And if I ever saw her in person, I would probably just fall over because I wouldn't even know what to say to her because she's Galadriel and she's Hella and she was Kate Catherine Hepburn, and I just I can't. Anyway, he made me Rachel, look like do you her. know my Kate Blanchett story? Do you have a Kate Blanchett? I do. I interviewed her for Cinderella. Oh. And uh, I was wearing from H&M, just like a, <laughs> a three-quarter length, you know, like dress with a blue leopard print on it and yes. red, red pumps. Nice. And I walked in and you know, when the, at the junket you sit mm -hmm. down and there's always, there's always usually a minute where you're just staring at the person across from you and you're like, well, hi. <laughs> and then you're waiting for somebody to say, okay, go, what's your name? Whatever. And so I just said to her, I, she was, of course, dressed beautifully because she's mm. an incredible fashionista. And I just said to her, I, I was like, um, I said something like, I love your dress. And she was like, oh, I love I love your shoes or I love yours. And I was like, ooh, well. well. And she was like, well, look at us in our frocks. Melting to the floor. Everything I would expect. It was pretty sassy and amazing. Mm -hmm. Look at us in our frock. Love it. <laughs> oh man. My micro impression is um, uh, Jodie Foster in *The Silence of the Lambs*. Doctor mm -hmm. Lecter and and uh, the lambs, they were, they were screaming. Uh, and um, yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, oh wait, I can do it. 
Catherine Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, sir. Can I use your phone, please? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's all. Nicely done. You need you need that little sl- southern twang in there. Yes. It is perfection. Yep. I love it. Mine is a, mine is a. Has anyone seen a toad? A boy named Neville's lost one. Nice. Yeah, Hermione Granger, baby yeah. Hermione. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's Leviosa. Le- it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's there's so many impressions that I wish I could do um, that I can't, but I'll just do one that I've done before on a stream, uh, and it's it's Ray from The Force Awakens, and it's What's your hurry, thief? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bravo, bravo! I hope you enjoyed those good or bad. Yeah, it's up to your your choice, mm. I guess, if they were good or bad. Uh, Jake, do you have the next video question? Hello there, Shirewolves. You are legendary in the showdown. And it's so awesome that you're on Happy Hour tonight. Hello there, Clark. I love your work. My and Rachel. I absolutely love that you love Lord of the Rings as much as I do. So I have to ask both of you. Because both of you are movie pundits, was there a a particular movie or maybe a few movies that really inspired you to want to be a movie pundit? And more than just maybe a casual thing. Do you have any stories to that effect? Anyhow, thank you for taking my question. Namadie. The fact that he was speaking Elvish has got yeah, all the snaps yeah. for we me. Michael Bonin. Bonin is a Star Wars king, a Lord of the Rings king. Yep. He is. Mm-hmm. He, he excels at everything. Yep. I love it. That was amazing. Uh, mine are uh, The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is like in my DNA. It's everything that I love about movies. It's scary. It's funny. It's Hollywood. It's big. It's beautiful. It's heartfelt. Um, and, um, and Back to the Future. Back to the Future was a huge, huge part of my upbringing and DNA. Um, and in the last couple of years, like, uh, Jojo Rabbit, kind of like, (gasps) Jojo Rabbit truly, I know it's polarizing, but it truly reinvigorated my love for movies. That's not an exaggeration. I saw that movie and I was like, oh, I am different. Like, this reminds me. Um, mm. I'm also a big Charlie Chaplin fan, so The Great Dictator is a huge, oh my gosh, huge yes. influence on me. Uh, so, yeah, those, those, that's a great question. Thank you for your question. Thank you Thank so you much Brandon. for that video. And, um, yeah, those would be my answer. Rachel? So I'm not uh, a movie pundit, but, like, sort of in the, the same vein. Um, I liked movies a lot when I was a little kid, but it wasn't until I saw, and Molly will appreciate this, uh, Star Wars, the first one, um, I was too young to see it in theaters. So like I saw it when I was maybe six years old, my dad showed me like an old VHS tape and he remembers distinctly. And like when it was over, my first thought was aside from, I want to marry Luke Skywalker, um, was how'd they do that? Mm -hmm. And it was the first time as a child that I was like, I did understand that it was a movie. And so to me, it was actually like, really, I was just became very curious, like, I know these things aren't real, 
So, but they made them look real and how. And so that sort of got me very early on interested in the making of movies. And eventually this led me to going to film school and moving out to LA and working in film and whatnot. And so like that always is the thing that, that makes me think about, you know, beyond just loving them and enjoying them and escaping into them, there was a part of me that was like, the process of making them and the mm -hmm. process of making something that speaks to people in this artistic storytelling way that that's, you know, it's why, like, I mean, I, I can't even remotely stand toe to toe in star Wars trivia with all of you people, but it is <sighs> one of my favorite films of all time because it swept me away and made me want to be a part of, of, of I wanted to be a storyteller. Like that movie made me think I wanted to be a storyteller in that very specific way. Mm -hmm. I love it. Also, um, did you bring your Grogu out just for us, or is that always at your streaming setup? So, so not not always, but th okay. this is a like I, because <laughs> like we have, I have one up there. Have, well, yeah, the various Grogu. I'm the back. only one who doesn't have. One. I have. I, I, have I have plenty for you. It's I okay. <laughs> Molly has like 19. So. Yep. No, th this was a um a birthday gift from my fiance because I when I drink a fair amount of glasses of wine I will tweet more often uh you know this could be a good thing or a bad thing I don't know but like at one night I was tweeting because we were trying to fill out like our our registry for the wedding and like uh -huh. we moved in together and we're both like 40 and like we don't need a lot of stuff so we didn't know what to put on it and whatnot and so I was just goofing around I was like should I put a Grogu yes <laughs> yes you should yes you should put a Grogu so yes, everyone was like, yes, of course you could. Yes, you could. I didn't end up putting on the registry, but uh, Sam you saw the tweet should. and made sure that he bought me a Grogu oh, for my birthday. Oh, so, that's yeah. so sweet. Good, good job, Sam. Good job, Sam. Yes, no, good job. Uh, he's, he is very, he listens. He listens. Good, good. It's, it's a very good attribute that as I all As really. all significant <laughs> others should. They should listen. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Jake, do we have another, we have one more video question? And then we'll get to this run. is Jay Thurl Rushton with this being ladies week with the classic RPG of macho women with guns simple question who are your favorite macho women with guns from film or TV wow I love that's that. a great question I mean, I love how can it? I mean, I'm just gonna go for the freaking obvious. It's Sarah Connor, <laughs> like Sarah Connor. Oh yeah, Laura Croft. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you could go, you know, Thelma and Louise, sort of, kind of. Thelma and Louise. Oh, you could totally do Thelma and Louise. I feel like I could kind of get away with putting that in there. We could do Thelma and Louise. Think about women with guns. Furiosa. I was, I was Furiosa. gonna say. Uh, Celine from the Underworld series. That's a good call. Mm -hmm. There you go. Perfect. Well, Gracie Hart, aka mm -hmm. Gracie Lou Freebush, has a gun strapped to her. She, so I gotta go, Sandy B. Like Sandy it. B knows how knows her way mm -hmm. around uh, yep. a weapon. So I'm gotta go, Sandy B. On that one. Uh, <laughs> That's a great question. Let's see. I love that question. People in the chat are saying Ripley. Can uh, um can I say can yes. oh, Demi Moore and G.I. Jane? Yes, yes. I, I, that is one of my favorite Ridley Scott movies, and not it's not talked about nearly enough. But I I loved that movie when I was like a teenager, like so she, hard. Yeah, Thank she you. is goals. Mm -hmm. I'm still gonna one day. I'm gonna shave my head. I'm gonna do it. Nice. 
completely. So many. Oh, Trinity. Nice. Trinity. Yep. Ripley. Yep. Trinity. Fennec, oh, Fennec oh. Shand. TV. Fennec Shand. Nice. Yes. 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 <laughs> Star Wars. Love it. Thank you for bringing that back. Princess Leia. She has a gun. Yeah. yeah. Blasters. Blasters. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that question. Uh, Miss Congeniality, Marisol. Oh, yeah. Miss Congeniality. You can't go wrong with Sandy B. No. Like, Sandy B. This is how this works. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you can really, there's a Sandy B for all occasions. Yes, True. there is. Yes, there is. All right, let's get to our, so with these last fall questions, we like to try and do them rapid fire. So like yeah. I said, first thing that pops in your head, just shout it out. Uh, Molly, I believe you're first. Uh, yeah, so this one comes from Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. This was a debate in my household recently. Donuts or muffins? Muffins. I know that's such I, a lame answer. <laughs> mine's all I'm, muffins. <laughs> I'm allergic to gluten, so I'm going to have to go muffins because there are more gluten-free muffins. <laughs> There's, that's true. Uh, that's food, fair. Food people, bring out the gluten-free donuts, please. please. I know you can I'll do eat it. Them. I would them. love to eat them. <laughs> I, would go, I would go muffins as well. Muffins. Muffins. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one's from Brian Nesbaum. What match that you've commented in is your favorite? Competed in, sorry. Which match that you've competed in is your favorite? What's the favorite match that you've competed in? Uh, mine is uh, against um, who's the boss? Perfect. Yeah, it's kind it of a great happy, win. But yeah. It was a good win. It, it, yeah. it was a good win. It, 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 we earned it. We felt it. We we had so much on our backs for it. And then when also, we pulled it off. <laughs> also, I'll say um, uh, uh, team action live event. That, well, that, that was, was all you. That, no, we won that, that because of you. <laughs> that was a team effort in many ways. And um, winning that like was, was also good was also <laughs> was also good but yeah it was both of those i liked winning i know when we're gonna go with the ones where we won and like <laughs> you know mike i love you to death but like when i got the ig belt off of you it was also one of my favorite ones and the fact that yes. clark was there to, yes. to cheer me on for it and yes. everything that was a big one <laughs> perfect i'm gonna go with one when i didn't win and it's the the live uh, Star Wars Celebration. Dragon Con. Oh, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Star Wars. With Laura, Laura was there. Uh, Andrew was yeah, there. Yeah, the, the, the five-way <laughs> that I, I super didn't win, but it was just I really fun because it was live and there was a bunch of, like, cool fans there and there was a lot of good energy there, so. Um, yeah. I don't compete, but I do post interviews and my favorite, you all know, was when I dished it right back to Brandon Hanna. Um, he's still he's still a heel in my eyes. I don't care if he's a face mm -hmm. now. He's still a heel and, and, until he apologizes. Until I get a personalized apology, <laughs> Brandon Han is still a heel. There you go. <laughs> Molly, it's your next. Uh this next one's comes from Curtis. Pizza or pasta? No, oh, that's mean. <laughs> you gotta pizza. choose one. I if I have to choose, I'll go pizza. I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I will too, but I I am a big pasta girl, but pasta. pizza. The pasta. egg fettuccine from Trader Joe's that is in the refrigerated Ooh. section with just a little olive oil, some garlic, some shrimpies, uh, some lemon. That's like, it's so simple, but like, oh, so get right out of town. But yeah. also yeah. pizza. Oh, but also pizza. <laughs> I, I'm so definitely a pizza girl too. Pasta. Pasta all the way. Pasta all the way. Um all right. I, I apologize for all the Schmodown questions, but you should they, you should expect <laughs> them. <laughs> um, this is from Almog. Uh, Christian offers you a title shot in any division you choose. Do you take it and in which division? 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's, no, I there's, there's the real answer. No. Yes. yes. There is it's, no, for the fans, there is no benefit to me getting back in the ring. It's You it's all have a nice life. memory of me. Let's just leave it that way. There, I, I only lose. I only yeah. lose. It's not the same for my, my compatriots that happen to be men. It's different. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I know you can remember me. <laughs> remember me that way. Right. Remember <laughs> me. Yeah. Remember if, me. If either yeah. one of us went back and we lost our first match back, all of a sudden we're not on the Mount Sh Mount Rushmore. Exactly. We're not all we were cracked up to be. Like we can't hang mm -hmm. with the new people. Like it, it's the, the it's a lose. It's a lose lose situation. Like and that is absolutely something that I think about a lot. Um, there is a very small part of me that if it was offered tomorrow, well, it can't be off. Well, I'm not going to spoil what happened earlier. Um, but the fact that I was this close to being the only person to win teams, singles, and IG, mm -hmm. you know, I was one, you know, I played in a championship match. I'm the only person that did that. Like if I could win the singles belt and be the first person to do it in all three divisions, I feel like that would be something I would be, interested in thinking about but in the long run probably would not take them up on because i would need to like be on sabbatical from work for like three full months to get back into that and it wouldn't be fun that wouldn't yeah. be fun you yeah. know like i've been I, doing it for that reason and not because i love movies or i love mm -hmm. movie trivia or i love the people that i'm with like and that's why we all started and so yeah to to i mean i can't even tell you and he won't mind if i tell you but like sam was a nervous wreck to play the barbarian who's more nervous to play him than he was to play marisol because he was afraid that everybody that was saying he doesn't deserve a number one contender shot because he's been gone for too long he shouldn't be here like he's not in the consideration for go for whatever reasons that they've come up with over the years that he's not it's absurd but whatever yeah but he was afraid to come in and if he lost that match then all those naysayers and whatnot would have been proven true and it would have been all for naught and it would have ruined whatever he had accomplished. So that was a risk that he took and yeah. luckily he was able to beat the barbarian, but mm -hmm. still like that would be weighing on any yeah. one of us. I mean, back. I yeah. just, I sincerely feel like there was a place in time where I could have, if the rules were different, as we've seen the game evolve, I think it could have easily won the singles belt. I really do yeah. at the yeah. time. Yeah. But now it's yeah. a different world. It's yeah. a different league. It's a different, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Seniors division. You're not, you're not allowed to study. You're just allowed to show yeah. up with just whatever's in the day. I like that. I like that. Love Ladies it. Division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I do think I could have won the singles belt when I was playing in that. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. again, different game, different time, different rules, yep. different all kinds of things. And so it's like the, that time has passed. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's why we have Marisol. Yeah. That's why we have Marisol and Janine and all these lovely ladies. And Janine I will say, and all the wonderful ones. Yep. <laughs> I will say on this channel, we don't believe in the Mount Rushmo thing. Uh, for us, it's mm -hmm. a Hall of Fame. And of fame. Both, you, mm -hmm. both of you are definitely in that Schmodown Hall of Fame, yep. 100%. So... <laughs> Uh, and we have one last, we have one last, last call question. Okay. <laughs> the last one here is from Selvin. What was the first movie you remember seeing in theaters? 
Well, I can tell you that um, Ghostbusters 2 scared the shit out of me. Vigo the Carpathian (laughs) was a game changer for me. Oh, yeah, he was terrifying. That was a real bad situation. I I had a lot of sleepless nights. That was not great. I was just scared for as much horror as I love. I was a very scared kid. So uh, Ghostbusters 2 was a real problem. Um, I will, I will quickly tell you a quick anecdote, which is Alex Aja's The Hills Have Eyes, 2006. So obviously not the first movie I remember seeing. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, how old are you? 2006? No, no <laughs> memories, zero memories. Uh, Alex Aja's Hills Have Eyes was the first movie that I remember seeing where I was like, oh, this is like the movies that I've been reading about in film school. This mm. is a, like, this is a horror movie that is about something that is new, a new filmmaker, a French filmmaker, uh, you know, that is telling me a story and using horror to talk about political commentary in our world. That was the, and and because you read about this in all the history books would be, I was a film student as well. So you read about this from, you know, George A. Romero's, you know, uh, Night of the Living Dead, uh, you know, and so on and so on and so on. It didn't start with Night of the Living Dead, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know, like all the things. But Alex Aja's Hills Have Eyes and, oh, you know, somebody's probably going to be like, it wasn't 2006, but whatever. <laughs> Alex Aja's Hills Have Eyes was the first time that I remember being like, this is what I've read about in books. Love so it. I can tell you that. Love it. Rachel? The first one that I can, I have a very distinct memory about seeing, um, I was six. And it was an American tale. The Bible goes west. Yeah, no, the original. Oh, the original. Bible. Okay. Like the five the original. One? No, okay. the, but five old, five old Moskowitz. Five old Moskowitz. Nineteen eighty-six. I um, love those movies. And I like it. I remember it because I was there with my cousin, and she had broken her ankle. So we were in the very front row because it was the only row she could sit in because she had oh, to stick no. her leg out far enough. And so when. In the old school theaters, when you're in the front row, you're like this, looking at mm-hmm. the yep. screen. Yep. And that that big giant mouse, like robotic mouse that they yeah. build to like scare the cats, mm-hmm. freaked me the F out. Oh, no. <laughs> it, that is not a scary movie. But to a six-year-old, That's that a little, a little scary. the whole thing was a whole thing. Oh, my God. And I just remember being, I don't know about this. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, you know. But that is a very, very specific, distinct, in the theater memory of a movie, and I was about six years old. So, oh, I love those movies. Those movies are so good. I yep. love those movies. So I much. love them too. I think my, I think the first one I can remember is probably Lion King. That, that was, was mine. Ninety four. Lion King was ninety four. 93 mm-hmm. or 94. That was mine it's too. I, I distinctly remember being in the theater and watching Hakuna Matata. Lion, yeah. Lion King and Hunchback, I think, are mm. like two. I don't remember much about it, but I remember being little and being and seeing something like that and being like, what did, what did <laughs> I just see? What did I just watch? And like talking to all my friends about it for like the next 
however many months or years mm -hmm. we're still talking about it i'm like i'm like it's been oh, yeah. it's been thir almost 30 years and we're still talking about the lion king like yeah. i think they're making a sequel of the live action movie the which i don't know i don't know why they're i don't know why the, they're doing the first that. time i could see the first time i i realized that they were showing lion the original lion king in like imax theaters i went with some of my girlfriends to go see it and we just sobbed. Mm -hmm. We just sobbed. Yeah. We were like, this is our childhood. Oh my God. It's just, yeah. There's no shame. Sobbed the whole you time. Shouldn't. Let people enjoy things. Dang it. Let mm -hmm. people enjoy things. <laughs> Cry if you want to. Let's let people enjoy things. But um, but that is the end of our last call questions, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, which means that is a wrapping up for happy hour for our mm -hmm. march edition of happy hour um so before we before we let clark and rachel do their send-offs and where we can see them and all of their plugs i just want to say that i am so freaking thankful and grateful to have you both join us um rachel you did talk about how when you drink wine sometimes you tweet a lot i think that is why we had the courage to ask you to come on here is because you said how do i get on this show and you were like oh my god okay we need a message rachel so so thank you um opening that door for us because we wanted to ask what we were like oh my god it's rachel and Cla and we don't, we don't know but so we're so thankful that you guys are able to join us and this is this was such a treat and i'm so glad i got to know you more and listen to all your stories and and like we talked about thank you for just inspiring so many people in this space in a broad broader sense of just everything that you guys are doing so thank you for joining us guys and where where of course and where can where can we find you plug all your things plug all the works you guys are doing where can we find you rachel you want to go first sure i mean i'm pretty straightforward rachel j cushing <laughs> on twitter and instagram i try to reply back to different things i'm you know i work in reality television and documentary television and whatnot and you know, you don't need to know all about all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, movie lover through and through and, you know, always happy to talk about that stuff and support people in that space. So reach out if you want to. Um, I am newly on Cameo. So, yeah, I Cameo! Just, I joined and I got my first Cameo and it was so exciting. Yay! Um, so if you, if you would like to partake, if you would like to talk, Movies, superheroes, horror, schmodown, trivia, whatever. Uh, I'm on Cameo. And of course, you can always find me at Clark Wolf, Clark with an E, Wolf with an E on Instagram and Twitter. And thank you, ladies, for having us. This oh, was so yeah, much fun. So thank fun you. Fun. Of course. Molly, where can the good people find you? Oh, uh, they can find me on Twitter at Molly Damon and over at Star Wars Explained, talking about Star Wars. That's kind of what we do we'll be at celebration in may super excited for that i i live here so i also be at celebration in may <laughs> it's down the street from where i live i will also be there uh i'm jilly marie two y's two e's on twitter and instagram and sometimes you can catch me doing a post interview on your favorite schmodown matches make sure to watch till the end because we put a lot of work into these episodes and you need to give credit where credit is due and there's a lot of people who work on it so make sure to watch till the end uh but this has been March episodes. Uh, March is episode of Happy Hour. March is episode. March is episode of Happy Hour. Um, but cheers, <laughs> cheers to everyone out there. Cheers. Uh, I hope all of you guys have an amazing weekend. Thank you for joining us on this lovely Friday night, and uh, have a good one, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Bye.